Hey, what's up, listener? Thanks for pressing play. On this episode of the Jock and Nerd Podcast, we check into the superhero movie box office tally. Warner Brothers is shaking up its DC Films operation after Justice League. This Disney-Fox deal is so close it could happen any moment. We discuss the pros and cons of this potential merger. We could be getting a Quentin Tarantino Star Trek movie and a whole bunch more. Plus, a quick review of the season five premiere of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And guess what, listener? I'm finally caught up in Game of Thrones. That's right. We dig in to season seven and the long winter ahead. And bonus, you're going to get our instant reaction to the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom trailer as it got dropped right as we finished recording, all in this giant-sized edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, December 7th, 2017. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Jock and Nerd. Be funny. Disturb it. Hello, listener. What's up? Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Jock and Nerd. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. And he's the Nerd. And he's the Rug Boy. Good Earth to you, Rugs. What's up, dudes? How's it going? Pretty good. How you feeling? Andy. Uh, where <laughs> I feel pretty spry. You feeling spry, Rugs? Uh, yeah. What do you got? Drink some of that uh, juice? Some of that uh, crunk? Sizzle? Jesus juice? Sizzle? What is that called? Anthony, what's know. that shit they drink? Four Loco? Which one? The Perp? The Perp? That's a drink? <laughs> that was, that's old. That's like uh, Three Six Mafia used to talk about the Perp. Oh, that's old school. Codeine? Uh, yeah, you mix a little bit of codeine, a little bit of cough I syrup. actually have codeine. Really? Liquid yeah. or uh, pill form? No, it's a liquid. Ooh, liquid. Wait, 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 what were you trying to refer to? What, Four Loco? That's Sizz- old. What's scissor? Scissor. Yeah, that's the that's like codeine, like cough syrup with uh, a little codeine, a little... Uh, um, grape juice. Grape juice and painkillers sounds yummy. Oh, shit. Where could I get it's some? It's a cocktail. <laughs> yeah. That's just an aperitif. Hey, if you're a first-time listener, thanks for checking us out. This is the show that'll keep you updated on all things comic book, superhero, TV, and movie. I was movie probably wrong about that. Related what? Scissorp? Yeah, I, I, I think that's what it is. But someone if anybody knows me. the recipe, please uh, let us yeah, please know. post the, the scissor recipe uh, on Pinterest. Because so everyone I would like to drink it. Yes. I would like to try it. We're going to give you uh, this show. We're going to give you all that stuff. We got lots of news. We got reviews. We got emails. We got a new patron. What about interviews? Do we have interviews? No. 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 Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to check. Not yet. No. Still. Still no. We're plugging no. along pretty good without them. Yeah, we I really know. are. I, I know that. I just like to give him shit for saying news reviews and interviews. I didn't I didn't, I didn't say it this time. I yeah. le- well, I we're le- open I left to them. Out. We are we're absolutely open. open to them. But we, yeah, I've been having, we have a great dynamic. I've been having a fun time just bullshitting with you guys. So that's what you're going to get this show. But I want you to know where you can find this show, wherever you downloaded us or, you cl- or you're streaming us or if you're on the website. Here's- Pornhub. 
Pornhub. Are we on Pornhub? I don't think I added that as a destination. Not anymore. I, <laughs> audio I requested por- all my videos. It was one of the weird fetishes. Oh, Is there a section of Pornhub that's just like audio, just sex noises where you can listen to it while you're at yeah, work? It's, it's just you talking and that's a sex noise. <laughs> it's sex just noise. like wowie zowies. <laughs> wowie zowies. That's Im- yeah. rug boy sex. Imran laughing and being excited. <laughs> and then every so often you hear this. Bro, do you even podcast? And then, yeah. yeah just ah. give it to me. No, we're not on Pornhub. Here's where we are on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, Player FM, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and most recently, we have joined the 140 million active users on Spotify. Geek Booner. So I want to say shout out to you Spotify listeners. Uh, Spotifyers. You, is that what they're called? Spotifyers? I don't know. I'm Welcome to the up. stupidity, everyone. Well, yeah. If you found us on Spotify, you're li- listening. That's awesome. Welcome to the- Download all our shows and start yes. sharing it with your fucking friends. Like- Follow because you can download in between on listening right? to T Swift and Demi Lovato. Wow, we are in between T Swift and Demi Lovato. On, I believe that's where you can find us on Spotify. T-swizzles. <laughs> drinking, T-swizzle. Halsey. Drinking the scissors. What are you, what words are you saying? What is nothing? These, this I'm is, down with the lingo. Yeah, is this English. I chain feel, smokers. I, I'm a uh, that describes me. Uh, you I are feel a chain old. smoker. Uh, look, uh, here's another thing I know about our listeners. What do you know about them? We have many listeners. They live in their parents' basement. Well, maybe. Some of them. <laughs> Some of them. I'm sure there's a percentage of them, but I know we have a lot of listeners in the West Coast, all up oh, and yeah. down in California, Northern, Mid, Southern, and I just want to tell you guys, please stay safe because the videos that we are seeing are fucking insane. Oh, shit. I saw this video and I was like, oh, look, somebody released the end of Justice League on YouTube. No, it's fucking Los Angeles, people. Yeah, why does LA look like a Zack Snyder movie? <laughs> There's like shit Straight on fire. Out of, this is the end. I'm expecting like the devil to just butt fuck somebody. Holy crap, the sky's red. There's shit on fire. There's cars driving by on the highway. Like nothing's wrong. What the shit is going on out there? Please, everyone, stay safe. I was in San Diego. I didn't. I didn't know that it was even happening. Yeah, I guess Southern California it, is now. Well, well San, San Diego Diego's is in Southern, Southern California, yeah. dummy. Is but it, uh, it's yeah. uh, it's north of Southern of okay, San Diego. Okay. LA. And I didn't think, I mean, they got the dry winds, man. It That's crazy. Don't you find uh, it disturbing that like we're in 2017 and we can't put out fires? It's like we can't th- figure yeah. that out. I was watching the news and they were like, the, the firefighters said like, we have to just let it burn down. Well, it's in valleys and mountains. They can't get to it. And they're like, we have to wait till it burns down. It's nature, bro. So we can actually. Science. Ever heard of it? I would just like, I'm just picturing like, this is really retarded. <laughs> like a bunch of helicopters just getting a giant blanket and dropping it on the fire, you know? <laughs> <laughs> a wet blanket just it's, drop it there you it's go it's not a grease fire isn't that what you do to a grease fire i don't know yeah grease fire you but throw. i'm sure they're dropping but there's only so much water in a line you can drop yeah. these fires are everywhere they're, they're huge. everywhere dude it's unbelievable all right we need some rain up in this we need like aquaman or something to yeah come where's chemtrails we need something like that. we got chemtrails where's momoa Kimchi? and the atlanteans where's That's delicious where's namor we need namor to come help. Look, just stay safe, and we hope this this nonsense that we do yeah, yeah. I hope, can stay keep, your safe, mind off, keep your mind off it a little bit while you're dealing with this. If you're listening to this podcast and your home is about to burn down, turn off the podcast. You can pause the podcast. Running. We'll allow it. It's okay. We won't take it personal. Yeah. Start running. Listen in your car. But then while you're running, you can turn the podcast back on. Yeah. So, okay, let's get to the news, everybody. That was more. The Jock <laughs> and Ned Podcast. These openings get more ridiculous. That's why uh, people tune in. 
for the ridiculous opening. Listener, if you want to send us a message, get in touch with the show. We love when people interact. Send a raven. Send a raven with a scroll and make sure you put the proper wax seal of your house on it. Or just visit the website, jockinner.com slash contact. Because it has all the ways you can contact us. You can also go to the show notes for this episode, jockandair.com slash 198, to see all the stuff we're going to talk about. All these links are in there. Our Twitter, our Facebook group, email, SpeakPipe, and our awesome Facebook group community. This is the place where Jock and Nerd Nation hangs out. The listeners hang out and uh, post things. And it's so great. You guys have been great. I got to give a shout out. New member this week, Jess Rivera. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining the Facebook group. She wrote, after I wrote the welcome post, she wrote, thanks for the ad. Have been binging through the podcast ever since finding it. Oh, shit. Oh, no. What? Uh, be ca- first of all, be careful. Uh, you might have to see a doctor before. It could give you brain damage. Now, are you sure this is a chick? I think it's a, it's a, another girl that listens. And there's another girl confirmed later on in the show. You'll see that also listens. But Jess Rivera, I believe, is a female. And uh, here's what I find weird. We've all binge stuff, right? We're all, we know the binging. How Mm -hmm. does it feel to be the bingee? (laughs) We are being binged. binged? Yes. It feels pretty good. I I, I like it. I don't know. I'm like flowing through the system too quickly. (laughs) I like being binged. I want to like hang out in like the tit. You know, like, I don't want to be, like, already out the ass. Uh, no, yeah, it's go. It's this I'm show. Like, I'm already getting shit out. This show will go right through you, yeah. uh, Jess. So, listen, take care. I hope Sorry, you have I, enough. I don't, I'm not referring to her tit specifically. <laughs> uh, just it's, it's just a get, man or a woman in general. Oh, I get curious there. of, like, how they binge. Because, like, you know, when you watch a show, you watch it from the beginning to the end. What's well, a jock and nerd enema? Oh, yeah. that's true. No, I was wondering that, too. Like, will she hear this? Is she still in the past? Or is she, like, listening to the new ones? Is it like looking at back? a star and being like, that's the future? Or that's the past? I just don't know, like, <laughs> if I can listen to something that's so dated as our show. Yeah. Like, think, we talk about current shit that happened, and so it's like old news. It's a, you know, it's a weekly fanzine type uh, format, but I you think it You look up in the up. sky and go, man, I can't believe I'm looking at dated shit. <laughs> Do you look at stars and go, ah, that's the past. That that's was the like, old shit. That was like that's 40, not how it looks now. four million years ago, whatever. <laughs> I'm not impressed. <laughs> Stupid astronomy. Uh, no, look, thank you for listening, Jess. Thanks for joining the group. Let's start with the news. Uh, we're going to do a little box office update. Of course, we didn't talk oh, about yeah. this last week. We got to check in on our the two latest comic book uh, movies competing at the box office, released weeks apart, working backwards. That was weeks ago, motherfucker. That was a long time ago. Uh, Justice League, which has been in release 20 days, and uh, Warner Brothers still has not disclosed the production budget. Oh, is- I still got to, I want to mention real quick before you get oh, into this. I yes. see the note now on yeah. Evernote. Yeah. Um, who has listened to every show and you answered your question. Anthony hasn't. Yeah. I meant this is quite true. I haven't listened to every show. I'm wondering. Neither am I. <laughs> oh my God. I want to know if there's listeners out there that have listened to every single show. Let us know right in. Definitely missed a few. There are listeners that have listened to more than two of the people on the show. <laughs> yes. Because Anthony <laughs> definitely hasn't listened to all the episodes. No, no. I know that for damn sure. No. Sorry. I, yeah, that's all right. It's okay. You're not missing okay, much. Sorry. Back to Justice League. Back to Justice League. Domestic total as of December 6, 201 million. Okay. Worldwide, it's at 573, which, look, kind of sounds like good numbers. Again, mm. what I just said, they have not disclosed the production budget. That's never good. Uh, and in terms of the rest of the DCEU, 
Uh, it is Chasing Man of Steel. It is currently in last. Well, it's five out of five. They got five. It's not. <laughs> yes, it's fifth place. Man of Steel, uh, domestic gross 291. Do you think it could reach that? No. Okay, no. no. Uh, I don't think so. Worldwide, Man of Steel came in at 668. Justice League is at 573. Now, it could catch Man of Steel because this next story I have is the fact that Justice League was the highest grossing DC film in where? Guess where, everybody? China. Botswana. Not Botswana. China. You had to say it like Trump. <laughs> How do you say it like Trump? How does he say China? You have to do it with like your mouth like curled up like he, like, like he does it. China. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Justice League the highest grossing movie in China. Uh, <laughs> which I mean, this is pretty crazy. Uh, the uh, the the other movies uh, made it's made ninety eight point six million in China, surpassing Wonder Woman's ninety million. But BVS is ninety five million, and Man of Steel just had sixty three million. So China is loving the Justice League. Here's my question: Is is this international box office going to help this film ultimately, or is this still just the whole thing is a loss? Well, I don't think it's an incredible loss. I think it's a lot less money than they were hoping to get, yeah. but they still made a decent amount of money overseas. Yeah. And I think I don't I think that the American box office is really what got affected. I don't think it affected the overseas box office at all. Yeah, that's the- I'll I'll say I actually do think it's a loss because if you compare it to Avengers, for instance. Yep. Avengers worldwide. 1.5 billion. This was supposed this to be third. their yes. This was <laughs> this is supposed to be their, their billion dollar movie. Absolutely. And but how far is it from other DC performances though? It's last. not that far. It's not that far. It's no. last though. It's it's yeah. with all the characters last. The, uh, every movie is Yeah, but because of the the, the domestic opening was bad. So I know, but the, the, but the total regardless of the, that's that's a factor in the total. Yeah, I know. I mean, it they needed more. Yeah. I mean, it hasn't beat Man of Steel. Man of Steel, that's pretty low uh domestic uh box. I was uh, I didn't two ninety one, it was two, solid. It wasn't considered like the smash hit, yeah. but it was it was solid enough to make to be like we're making a franchise now. Or they thought they were making a franchise. Yeah. And now and it's- then everything got crazy. But this movie did help Warner Brothers uh top five billion dollars at the 2017 worldwide box office oh shit this nice. is only the second time it has crossed this milestone uh and this announcement came five days after disney just said uh, they had top five billion for the third year in a row uh and warner brothers says hey we did this again well, they had some good stuff come out this year. This year, uh, what got them to $5 billion, they are saying uh, these movies made more than $500 million worldwide. Kong Skull Island, Wonder Woman, Dunkirk, It, Justice League, and uh, that's it. And Wonder Woman, of course, made the most, 821. Yeah. Wonder and, Woman, It, and yeah, those are the two big ones for sure. I think It was a big surprise for them at 694. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's good. <laughs> it is good. Uh, so it too, they're, they're going to be going it too. Yeah. Oh, sequels definitely on the slate. Uh, Thor, uh, in release thirty four days is domestic total two hundred ninety four, and some change. Almost that's very good worldwide. It's at eight hundred and twenty wow. million shit dollars. There you go. Uh, that's crazy. And in uh the MCU, it's ten uh out of seventeen right now. Wow. Good for them. Uh, and Spider-Man Homecoming, 334. 
When domestic? Yeah, uh, domestic. This uh, so far for its run, Jesus Which puts it at six. Out Marvel's of printing money at Marvel's just printing money. They yeah. really are. They shit out something and it makes money. <laughs> they really did. Uh, I can't <laughs> believe it passed eight hundred million. So I was uh, listening to Kevin Smith's podcast, Batman on Batman. And he now uh, records at this place called the Scum and Villain Cantina uh, out west in California. And it sounds like a classy establishment. Well, it looks like a, a Star Wars bar. It's made to look like the cantina in the Star Wars movie. It's pretty cool. Uh, so him and Mark Bernardin are doing these shows with an audience now. And on the most recent episode, he uh, he revealed some scenes that were cut uh, regarding dark side and some other things that explain some things in the movie. And uh, there was even a woman in the audience who had seen an early screening and she confirmed, yes, these things were in the movie. Uh, for example, he uh, reads this uh, from the show. He says, Superman joins the fight and teams up with the league to defeat Steppenwolf. However, at one point, Steppenwolf tries to tempt Superman into joining his army. Uh, right, and he goes, ready for this? This made me so fucking angry. And we see Darkseid for the first time in Superman's vision, and we see flashes of the nightmare footage that Batman had in Batman versus Superman. However, Superman snaps back out of it and delivers the final blow to defeat Steppenwolf. That would have been cool because it would have tied back into that fucking nightmare scene. Right. Instead of just throwing it away. <laughs> I like that. It depends how you feel about the nightmare. Well, yeah, at least there's a, I mean, (laughs) it looked cool and uh, it would have been nice to tie something back and have a payoff instead of like, uh, what is this? This was nothing. Uh, And then the other bit at the end, this is kind of cool. You know how in the movie, the, the parademons turned on Steppenwolf and, and that's how he died. Well, I guess in the original cut, Steppenwolf is killed by dark side on apocalypse for failing to kill the League, and then Darkseid intends to come to Earth to meet the Kryptonian. And that would have been a great setup. Just so you, just for our listeners, yeah. if you haven't seen Justice League, we just spoiled it for you. So, Oh, right. Sorry, Sorry about you. Fucking luck. There you go. Yeah. Too late. Too late. Listen, oh, cl- well. clearly a lot of people have not seen Justice League in uh, yeah. this country. Sorry, anyways. guys. <laughs> On purpose. <laughs> On purpose. You're not missing much. Go listen to our review. And uh, actually, uh, people, Joe from work listened to our review before seeing the movie. He was like, I don't really care. I'm just going to listen to it anyways. Uh, also, Ruggs, remember you were like, why is Steppenwolf saying, calling the box's mother? Yeah, that's, I, it was perplexing me the whole time. So there's another cut scene where Steppenwolf talks to his mother, Hegra, whose essence is in the mother boxes. Hence the name mother boxes. I think that explains how they get their name. Oh, and mm. that would I thought been- he was talking about his mom's vagina. Oh, that mother box! Ew! Oh shit! Uh, that's uh, <laughs> what is the, we haven't got to the Game of Thrones part yet. Universal Rex. cringe activate. <laughs> we haven't got to the Game of Thrones incest discussion. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. My mind didn't go there, but mother box. Yes, I could see how you would say that. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, makes a ton of sense. <laughs> makes a ton of sense. Cinematographer had also disclosed that uh, they had filmed scenes with the black suit Superman. Oh my god. <laughs> and uh, that uh, ended up on the floor as well. Did you guys, were you guys interested in the black suit Superman? Uh, I think it's anything that, that doesn't have the stupid CG mustache. Yes. <laughs> if you could okay. just put the scenes like back anything in. Anything is better than that. That's a good point. It just yeah. left in the scenes where his lip wasn't fucked up. It wouldn't have been as distracting. So, but if he had a black suit and he had like a beard, like it could be kind of cool. For a split second, but then you got to do the whole evil Superman thing. So, right. And then we're back at square one, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, 
I like the little grin out of the little laugh, the chuckle after when he makes when you say something. That'd be on our point. Someone's gonna too. laugh at it. Some, yeah, some somebody's <laughs> gonna laugh at these goddamn jokes. Uh, I got a great great <laughs> article again from listener Trevon Brady from Twitter, always uh, sending us uh, good shit right away from Variety headline. DC shakeup in the works after Justice League stumbles. Oh shit! Uh, and here we go. Uh, it's beginning. Uh, it, it says here John Berg will be leaving his current job, running the comic books film production division. According, Good. According to several sources with knowledge of the studio's plans, a search is underway for his replacement. Tommy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, anybody could do a better job. Uh, yeah. Clearly. Uh, he, you could just get a chicken. <laughs> do a better job. Jeff Johns will stay as uh, Jeff Johns and Berg were a lot of this creative force, and he's still uh, DC Entertainment's chief creative officer. Uh, but the interesting thing in this article is at the very end, it says while Ben Affleck is expected to appear as Batman in a standalone Flash movie, it is highly unlikely he will don the cape and cowl in Matt Reeves planned standalone Batman movie. The director is said to want to cast the role with a fresh talent. According to sources, oh, keep hearing this. Uh, Batfleck is not going to be Batfleck. Doesn't surprise me. Right? So I I thought I felt like his so performance They're, they're going to about face on everything. Yeah. They're going to introduce Aquaman and then they're going to kind of rebrand Batman. I mean, I think we all agree that changes need to be made at the executive level. People need to be fired. For I, I don't just, think it's necessarily his fault. Yeah. I, although I don't think he performed well in Justice League at all, but I just think they've given him really nothing to he do. He doesn't want to do it. Yeah. You got to give the role to somebody that wants to do it. What about, uh, I heard John Hamm's come back up and uh, John Hamm looks the part. He's big. He's got the fucking broad chin. He he looks like Bruce Wayne, like the playboy Bruce Wayne. I wouldn't be opposed to it. Yeah. Yes. I seen him in a movie, uh, with Gal Gadot actually. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like uh, the neighbors or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, keeping, keeping up, up with, with the, the Joneses. Jones. Yes, yeah, and he was like an action dude in that, and he was also in Baby Driver as an action. Oh, he's dude. in Baby Driver. I think he could pull a nice action dramatic role and have the comedy. He's got the comedic chops. Seems it all depends on what they do with that Flashpoint movie. Well, if it even gets made. Yeah, well, that thing has. I mean, that, like retro, make it Batman young again or something. Well, and they could do that, but this movie has lost directors. They changed the whole uh, idea concept of the movie. It was not always Flashpoint, and doesn't have a release date. Uh, so, uh, dude, I don't know. I just the the solo films are the best. But I don't understand how they could fuck this up for five years and not figure it out. And somehow, accidentally, Wonder Woman gets made, and it's well, really good. You you pointed it out last week was that they had all these bonuses on the table, all this other bullshit that that got in the way of creativity. All those people should be fired. Yeah, you know they do say they're like a director's studio, but this all this shit is made by committee clearly, and they they keep fucking it up, and they don't learn. You can be a director studio. You can be fucking producer studio. I don't care. Just make a fucking good movie. Just well, make one this good is the movie. problem: is that they with Man of Steel, they gave Zack Snyder carte blanche because Nolan tipped a hat to them and said, "Like, listen, let this guy do whatever the fuck he wants." Yeah. So he did, and uh, there was no real studio interference. Yeah. Like, let him do whatever. 
But that's the problem. They don't know who to give that carte blanche to. That's right. the biggest problem. Yeah, that's and then they point. have to go back and then armchair quarterback the movie because they've let this guy do whatever he wants. And now he's totally taking him in a direction that's wrong. Same thing with Wonder Woman. They pretty much let Patty Jenkins do whatever she wanted to do, and she delivered a hit. The team movies are the ones that they just can't figure out what to do. Who should be this person? Should it be Jeff Johns, or is that is it too much for him? Uh, if he's still working at DC and writing things over there, uh, I, I mean, I feel like it should be Jeff Johns. Should be somebody who knows something about DC Comics. Yeah. We talked about it last week. Yeah, I mean, they, Marvel has their Fahey and... DC doesn't. DC have does that not, guy. and they are still looking. It's definitely not John Berg. Uh, it's not John Berg. It's not John Berg. It's not Zack Snyder, and yes, it's not Christopher Nolan. <laughs> you know, Nolan also had the benefit of like. Remember, they used to make. Uh, it used to be years between movies. Like he made a movie between the Batman movies. Nolan had the benefit of also doing carte blanche so much so that he changed Batman. Yeah, and they had to, uh, and then you just uh, you reboot him again. I mean, that was like its own Batman. Like, that Batman only exists in the Nolan Batman universe. They got to get Jim Lee involved. That's G- all. Uh, Jim Lee would be a great Just guy to Jim consult. Lee. He yeah. works at DC. He's yeah. been, like, one of the big heavyweights there. He's, like, practically, like, you know, like the fourth guy down in the totem pole. Or how about DC. A- anybody working on the, the TV shows on the CW? Because uh, they largely tend to get everything right and give you give you something great. Or whoever's in charge of animation, actually. The animation, too. Yeah. They have like, all they these have people. people that are talented that are doing stuff. The animated movies are right on the mark, usually. For the most part. Yes, and there's a new one coming out. We will get to that in a little bit. Uh, so, uh, you know, they love their Batman movies, and apparently they love their Harley Quinn movies because uh, th- uh, th- in an interview, Margot Robbie has said that she's working on a standalone movie which is being described as totally separate from the other movies with Harley Quinn, which they currently include Suicide Squad 2, Harley Quinn versus the Joker, and Gotham City Sirens. She's working on another Harley Quinn movie. Well, she's not working on any of them yet. Is, is she even filming anything? Well, nobody's filming or working on any of those movies yet. But yeah. is this just a little uh, too much fucking Harley Quinn all over the place? I think they're just, they're greenlighting all of her projects. And whichever one looks like it's going to be the best is the one they're going to go with. And that's that. The Suicide Squad's probably going to happen. Yeah. All right. But then the other harley quinn movie is it going to be the harley quinn and the joker movie is that going to be more viable or is it going to be something without the joker in it who knows i think you shouldn't make a harley quinn movie without the joker no would you go see like a harley quinn origin movie uh you need the joker the joker is part of her origin we talking about harley quinn i went yeah she's i mean it's uh remember she said when they were making suicide squad she really got into the comic books and she wanted to. She was working on a project. Uh, I this is a, a this is like the good girl Harley Quinn that's a, now a hero. Oh, maybe she wants to do that because, like, the I mean, like in the comic books. What do you yeah, guys think in, of like a Harley Quinn and then like more female anti-villain heroes, whatever? Or I mean, like, I mean, like a Poison f- Ivy. Isn't that Gotham Catwoman? City Sirens? Goth- that would be Gotham yeah. City Sirens. Yeah, that's what it would be, right? And a female-led, uh, a female team. They're not movie. making all. Th- I mean, as drug boys, they're not. Yeah. They can't make all three. Right? I just, it's no, I mean, it's confusing. I just, what one would you want to see Anthony more than anything? Which one is, and then we'll just 
I will ask everyone. I'd be kind of curious for the Gotham City Sirens one. Really? So more than the Joker one, more than the standalone, I only more don't than like Suicide Squad. I only don't like the Joker one because I just don't like uh, what's his face in that Jared role. Jared, Jared, Jared Leto. Juggalo yeah. Joker? Yeah, I don't, I don't like that version of the Joker at all. <laughs> see, if they get another Joker, I would be. I would really want to see this Harley Quinn Joker movie. Uh, I think that would be cool, but I don't also like Jared Leto's you, Joker. Rugs? I don't know. I mean, I none of them make like, me excited. No, no. I there is like there's a sex appeal like of of having a bunch of chicks doing stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And that can be cool, but you know, as long as it's not sucker punch. It's <laughs> like that, that terrible. I don't want to watch it. It's not Zack Snyder on this. So. But um, that can be cool. I think the sirens is a good idea because I think that Suicide Squad's like a failed idea, mm-hmm. and they don't have Will Smith. You don't think he's gonna come back? I don't know. Is he? Because they I were gonna know. make a. De- they also were like planning a Deadshot solo movie. Yeah, I think that that's more likely than him being in Suicide Squad. I thought they were gonna make a whole new, uh, a whole new roster. You know what DC should do if they really just want to make money and, and distinguish themselves? Yeah. Wonder Woman was obviously a fucking hit. That's a yes. franchise for yes. them. Harley Quinn, they really like. You go with the Gotham City Sirens, so you just you push the female thing. Gotham City Sirens, you make your Batgirl movie, you just go all out. Be like, we're the fucking, we're 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 the we're at the forefront of oh. women being equal and all that Whoa, stuff. Oh, be cool. like the su- female superhero yeah. studio. That's not a bad just, move. Let's do it. That's not a bad move. My problem is I think they just, they still need to focus on their core characters. Like we're getting this Aquaman movie. Great. Like maybe we move the flashpoint movie up. Uh, I, I think Henry Cavill deserves a, a, another chance at being Superman in a good Superman movie. Uh, the standalone solo movies clearly work out better for them. Just, Some, uh, movie Bob's like, even suggested um, a Lois Lane movie with Superman being a background character. Oh, that's kind of like uh, but the Gotham City. I think City. you have to recast yeah. Lois Lane. Yeah, no, not Amy Adams. She's uh, not, I don't like her Lois I don't Lane. Like her. No, I don't like Margo her. Margot Kidder, great Lois Lane still from the original Christopher Reeves movie. I think she well, was good. As a reporter, kind of a hard-nosed reporter. Yeah, game. yeah. She was fucking, she's badass. She is a I, I still like Terry Hatcher the best. Oh, Terry Hatcher, also a good low side. Yes, for the first. I mean, not for, for acting. For <laughs> they're real and they're spectacular. Yes. <laughs> DC, I don't know what you're doing. Fire all your executives. Get your shit together. Uh, you've got so much potential. You guys ought to really check out that movie, Bob, How to Fix DC. It's, he's put two parts out. It's pretty good. I'll put a link in the show notes. I will embed the YouTube in the show notes. His, his main gist is make one good movie at a time. Yes. And leave the background, the world building to after credit scenes and throwaway mentions. Agreed. Just fucking one person, one hero at a time, and uh, you'll be fine and let the director have their vision and don't fucking step in. Uh, how? What's so I'm hard? looking at photos of Terry Hatcher right now. Back, she's old, but dude, she's still no, looking good. You, no, you got to go way back. Yeah, you got to go back in the day, Terry okay. Hatcher. You used to have a big crush on Terry Hatcher. All right, back in the day. Let's move on to something I really want to dig into is this fucking Disney Fox deal. Uh, we talked about it last week. Oh, that, geez, yeah. that, they, that it may have been over. Apparently, all these CNBC had report 
saying that it's closing. It could happen fast as early as this week. Uh, uh, Disney are, they say they're closing in on a deal and it could come soon as next week. CNBC has been reporting that Disney has held talks with Rupert Murdoch controlled media company to acquire its studio and television production assets, leaving Fox with its news and sports assets. Uh, this is estimated about a $60 billion deal. Holy fuck. And this is what Disney would get. Uh, they would get 20th Century Fox, uh, the the television production studios. Uh, they would uh, they would get the uh, X Men, Deadpool, and Fantastic Four rights back. Uh, they would be the majority stakeholder in Hulu if they did this. Wow! Uh, and then they would also own IPs like Avatar, The Simpsons, Bob's Burgers. Uh, and and a bunch of other things. Planet of the Apes, Alien movies. There's, are you done? The, no? Yes, they would have all are that. You done, Imran? No, I'm no, done. I'm saying just because there's two things right away that I thought of. Um, now, like maybe this was in the works for a while because yes. the Disney making their own paid subscription S- service, streaming service, yes. streaming service, yes, makes a lot more sense if you own Hulu, right? You could okay. turn Hulu into your fucking thing. That's one thing. The yeah. other thing is Fahey saying we got 20 more movies planned after yes. this. That only makes more sense if you have the X-Men and the Fantastic Four to bring in. Uh, yes. Then that so. could really kick off your phase four. So yeah. Disney owned 30% of Hulu. Fox would add another 30%. They would have 60%, which gives them controlling ownership, and they could definitely make moves that way. Now, dude, if this thing happens like this quick, like they're saying... And Avengers four is still in production. Could we see a crazy fucking post credit scene? That was a speculation amongst oh, my that's, friends. That's definitely going to happen. Can you imagine the, the like, minute that that thing is signed and, and over with? Yeah, they're going to figure out a way to kind of make that announcement to everybody in the movie. Who do you throw in there? Would Hugh Jackman come back? Because he did say he's like, I come back if it goes back over to fucking Marvel. Would you do, or would you just have a guy and and it's Reed Richards? You think if they had Hugh Jackman in the yellow suit. Yes, that would be. Funny. Or how about Chris Evans, Whoa. Captain America meets Chris Evans, Human Torch? Oh shit! He plays both of them. No, 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 <laughs> no. You don't want to <laughs> no, see that. No, I think you gotta like since that's been rebooted, you can throw that out the window. So let's. Uh, there's, there's three. There's three that I think of off the top okay. of my head. Either a Wolverine reference. Yeah, um, he's the constant. Right. Either be him, uh, Fantastic Four reference, yeah, or depending, especially how this next movie goes, uh, Deadpool. Or since they've been getting cosmic, what if there's like Galactus and Silver Surfer are coming? Oh, that's true. That's true. That I would think dope. that they would do something with maybe Deadpool, Wolverine, and the Thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, the three Thing of could them. be anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to cast anybody to do that. Deadpool could be anybody too. Yeah, that's under that true. Too, but it could be what Ryan Reynolds' voice. If it's Wolverine, it has to be Jackman. So they and then Wolverine, they they could get Jackman to show up. I, you know, I don't. I don't think it necessarily needs to be Jackman. No, no. I think you you could just throw have like a you could cut to a bar and he's like, "Thanks for the tip, bub," or something like that. Or shit, it's like the back of his head and you don't see yeah. his face and you, somebody calls him Logan or some shit. Right. Mm. Okay, let's dig into that, that Logan movie was so good that that was fucking incredible. Like you, you don't need to, to no. you don't need to get drained that well again. Let him rest. Jackman. Like he ended that. Let that rest. Uh they could. I mean, they could recast everyone. Let's dig into some pros and cons because there are pros and cons. So, main pro, 
X-Men and Mutants back in the MCU solves a lot yeah. of problems. You you know, you can fucking forget about the Inhumans. You can finally do a lot of crazy shit. So that's a good pro. I mean, to get if they do the X-Men like in the bright costumes and all that stuff yes. that we didn't get to see yeah. in the other movies, um, it might be cool because at this point, Marvel Universe is a superhero universe. Like people are fucking doing crazy shit and wearing costumes. Yeah, and, doing and everyone's buying it. Yeah, so you could totally introduce that into the into this universe. It's like real comics, accurate universe, which we got like a hint of at the end of Age of Apocalypse for like 30 seconds. Right. Uh, instead of, the, it should have been the whole too movie. Too little too late. Too little too late. Another pro, I think, the Fantastic Four may finally get a chance to get a good movie. Right. Uh, because yeah. Feige gets it uh, wherever he decides to put it. Personally, I, I, I think that they'd be great as supporting characters for other other things yeah, instead, instead of, of yes like and then you could eventually get to them as a, as a movie i don't think you should try and reboot that that franchise again like in one of the other movies they go to them for help yes and uh now you go to the baxter building i, I and also like the idea of movie bob movie bob said uh they like the you introduced the fantastic four in like the 60s and they went through some weird wormhole yes. so they're dealing with crazy cosmic shit that's wacky as fuck and then they come back and it's they think they're still in the 60s. And it's but present. It's now. They work, I like that. They do work better in their time period. Yeah. Were- yeah. And I still would love to see like a 60s, like either animated or just full out Jack Kirby 60s Fantastic Four TV show, maybe, or a, a movie that's just in the past. Like it does work better that way. Um, maybe Marvel can make stretchy powers look cool. Who knows? They might what be if, the ones to do it. What if they did like a Star Trek and they did a whole time reboot? Oh. Ooh, that could be cool. There's like so much. Like at the end of Age of Apocalypse or whatever. I mean, Age of, um, Infinity War. <laughs> Infinity Wars. Oh my god, I get my crossovers. <laughs> so yeah, at the end of Infinity War, maybe something with the with the gems reboots everything. Well, they got a they got a time stone, so you could easily do that. Uh, uh, another pro. Think of all not just the heroes. Think of all the villains. You're going to get, like I just said, Galactus and Doctor Sil- Doom, Doctor Doomed, yeah. Galactus and Silver Server fighting the Avengers. What about Mole Man? You got Mole? Oh, <laughs> man. Shit. Mole Man. But all the X-Men, like the Juggernaut, all the X-Men villains would be, uh, th- yeah, there's Mr. a huge Sinister, roster. Yeah, all Hundreds Sinister. of characters, man. Uh, and it, it, this will also give him a larger cosmic universe to play in. You know, you could do yeah. the Dark Phoenix stuff and you could uh, you got people in space joining the Guardians with the X-Men. Uh, holy shit. And how about think of the theme parks? I'm not a big theme park guy, but I know a lot of people are. And Marvel has the Guardians of the Galaxy. Their theme parks, of course, now are even more awesome with Star Wars and Marvel properties. But you could have X-Men, Fantastic Four. Not just that. You would have like a Planet of the Apes ride, an Aliens ride, a Disney, like crazy fucking theme park rides. I'm down for all that right? shit. And maybe, and then maybe more Marvel shows on Fox since uh, they got the gifted. They can spread out and not just be on ABC stuff. You would have another channel where they could have more TV shows. That's pretty cool. Cons to me, and a lot of this d- depends on how will Fox operate within Disney. Is it fully absorbed? Will it still be Fox in a, under a sub thing in Disney, uh, or is it just is Fox done? Uh, because if that's the case, you could say goodbye to your R-rated superhero movies. I don't think Marvel Disney would ever give it. Doesn't us that. Disney have like an adult like 
label that Do they, they have. New Line? New Line Cinema? Uh, let's That's see. like the independent. They used to have like Touchtone. I don't know if they're still used. Disney Touchtone, yeah. Uh, Touchtone is like all the... Yeah, Touchtone Pictures was R-rated. Oh, okay. So you could do like a Touchstone R-rated movie. So maybe not completely. I don't know if Touchstone still is a thing. Yeah, they've had... Disney has had adult labels in the past. Here's the most... Here's the one that you uh, wouldn't think of. Yeah. Starship Troopers was Disney. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. Disney Touchstone. And that's very uh, political satire. Yeah, Yeah, and there's boobs in it. The thing is, are they looking at these uh, the X Men Fantastic Four as more family friendly shit to make more PG thirteen movies? In which case, but you can pull you can pull certain characters. I I would argue. I mean, I'm watching Punisher right now. That shit's pretty brutal. Yeah, and that look that's a co production with Netflix, but it's surprisingly fucking violent for something that's owned by Disney. Yes, absolutely. So Disney, the Disney label doesn't appear. No, you are correct. Yeah, so you just see you're not not getting something with the Disney with the fucking castle and blood. Yeah. That's just not yeah. happening. Uh, also, another con, would they water down the Deadpool? What happens to Deadpool? Would they let him swear? Or is this going to be shitty? Would would this force Ryan Reynolds to be like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not playing a watered down Deadpool. I'm out. It could. Hmm. If they're smart, no, because the Deadpool's working the way it is. Yes. I don't, I don't yes. think we got, I don't think you have stupid people running the Marvel I don't think stuff. that's true. I, Disney doesn't really do that type of shit right off the bat. Yes. I think that it'll be a slow, like, you know, taming of everything. Like, until it becomes Disney-fied. Well, and that's my next con, is uh, these characters will become Disney-fied. And, uh... well, look, the first time they threw Spider-Man in uh, Civil War, yes. he was like more like Spider-Man, and then they disney him when they did Homecoming. Totally, and I mean, I think even Thor Ragnarok, you see a lot of Disneyfication. Yeah, in terms of making them likable, so that's a fear because a lot of these characters are veggie, very edgy and very very dark, and I, I I don't want them to be Disneyfied. I also think we may be getting less movies per year because check it out next year between Fox and really? Marvel Why Studios would you say that? because between Fox and Marvel and Sony we are getting seven Marvel character movies. Yeah, because it's spread apart those studios. Now, if it's all Disney, will they be able to give us seven movies, or is right. it just three movies a year? That's what, uh, but unless they keep Fox operating as Fox inside Disney, uh, the other thing that concerns me is there's six major movie studios now, and then they will be <laughs> left with five, uh, which is just less creative less variety, less variety uh, on their way to I'm, a monopoly. I'm really surprised. I mean, I, I knew that this was a thing. Yeah. But man, that this is a huge move. Who would have thought this would actually happen? Like we all dreamed of this, but I'd never. But after the Sony Spider-Man thing, uh, anything seemed to be possible. This, this is bigger than that. This, so this is, is way a, this isn't bigger. Sharing. This is buying. This is buying this back stuff. shit. But even in the historical context, it's buying back the shit you had to sell to keep Marvel Comics afloat. And and, and these bad, these hard decisions, whether they were good or bad. Uh, they had to let go of these 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 properties. It was the only thing that would keep them going, and now they're getting them back. So, like, what a crazy circle! Um, also, I don't know if this is a con or a pro, but if this happens, could like Warner Brothers and DC just be like, uh, you know what? Fuck it, we're out. We can't we can't compete. Clearly, no. they have everything. Disney's by the world. We're done. Because look, they've had these characters for decades, Warner Brothers, and really, what have they done with them? They they should have all been household names by well, now. And we just have Batman, put, Superman. They did a lot with Batman. It's just yeah. the problem is when Snyder got into the picture. That's 
that was where it started to get murky. Yeah, I, I don't see a DC Warner Brothers. I mean, there's, there's, they have some valuable properties. I don't know. I mean, to Snyder's credit, really, the only good thing coming out of all that is him casting Gal Gadot and then them getting to Wonder Woman. He wasn't a complete failure. It's no. just that uh, there was something that they, the way that they dealt with it, like they gave, as I said, they gave all of this freedom to somebody that was really changing the nature of the characters. They should have cared before that happened. Yes. <laughs> I mean, they made yes. lame. Look, they made that lame Gr- Green Lantern movie that was fucking lame. Yeah. Yeah. And stupid. Like, so that, that, that's what you get when you have studios running shit and uh, trying to make everything appealing to everyone. And then you have the opposite happen with, with Snyder. And they just, they just need to like rethink how they do things. That's all. I just, I don't understand why they, why they haven't learned. Why they haven't figured this out yet. Like they, speaking of people not figuring shit out, go to the next. Story. Okay, speaking of people, oh no, who shouldn't be doing things. Uh, Adam Morris is gonna love this story. Maybe, maybe not. He's a huge He Man fan, and uh, the Masters of the Universe uh, reboot has a release date and a director, and it's everybody's favorite, David S. Goyer. Uh. Uh, that sounds smart. Who wants to direct this movie? Has the, it's set for December eighteenth, twenty nineteen. And now, if you've listened to the show, people, we have fucking shit all over David Goyer. He um, did write uh, Dark Knight. Look, uh, David Goyer is a mixed bag. Yes, sometimes he's good, sometimes he's not so good. Uh, but his forte is writing. Yes. Okay. Exactly right. His his directorial his directorial <laughs> debut. Yes. Is Blade Trinity, and that is a piece of shit movie. Like the, like the the action scenes are terrible. Just, I mean, it's just how do you take Blade that's been done like cool in like two other movies and, and make fuck it, it so up. lame? So to your so po- boring. To your point, Rugs, he has seven director credits, and he has not directed a movie since two thousand and nine. Oh shit. Uh, Maybe he's learned. Learned what? He hasn't been directing. <laughs> he learned how to write just fucking crazy shit now. He-Man, granted, look, it's He-Man. It's a property that uh, from based off a cartoon that was made to sell toys that came first. But, dude, you could do a great uh, fantasy sci-fi He-Man story. There are gr- there were pretty decent uh, He-Man cartoons. They've uh, rebooted the He-Man. Oh yeah, uh, that's right. Animation, yeah, a yeah, few yeah, times. yeah, yeah. And it was the last and, time was good. And the last time was pretty damn decent. And they tried to make sense out of everything. Now, is it like amazing? No, but it was pretty good. Better than the cartoon. That came out in the past and the other reboots. So if they should take that as the framework and then build from there. Because you can kind of, it's kind of like a Game of Thrones thing. You have, you know, empires and, and different uh, uh, castles. Uh, it's well, just yeah, they it's have like almost like a post-apocalyptic thing where they have yes. technology and magic. And oh, yeah, yeah. Sword and sorcery. And, yeah, we got the it's sorcerer. kind of a weird, uh, almost like Asgard type shit. Yes, you know? yeah. I mean, He Man can be done well. I don't know if I David think Goyer... they, they looked at David Goyer. I think they oh, looked at shit. David Goyer and what you, he was involved in, and they're like, "That could work for He Man." <laughs> you got experience in some nerdy stuff. <laughs> Yo, he's Come on over. He's not directed a movie. And David not picked him in a million years. Yeah. David Goyer is like, ah, oh, it's been two thousand nine since I've directed something. <laughs> I'm a little rusty. Let me get in on this. But yeah. shit, it's just toys. So I think I could do this. Yeah, it's just toys, it's right? Just I mean, toys. Transformers was a huge billion dollar movie. <laughs> How hard? hard could it be? It's all done in post. How hard could it be? I just shit right? some shit. I can, I'm better than Michael Bay. Uh, Fuck no. 
No. Yeah, everything's gonna be done in CG. I'm I'm uh, I'm so disappointed. I want. Uh, I mean, the first Masters of the Universe movie is one of those movies that it's so bad it's good. Like it's not a great movie, but it's fun to watch, and it just reminds me of uh, playing with my He-Man toys. With battle battle damage He Man, remember battle damage He Man? You hit him on the chest, and then the thing would turn, and it was all like dented. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. I like Manny faces. Manny faces. I had a I had a lockjaw. Lockjaw was great. From human humans? No, from He Man. Yeah. <laughs> it's a guy with a pointy metal jaw. Uh, yeah, I always liked Tila. By the power of Grayskull, make us a good He Man movie. Get somebody else to direct it. Uh, moving on to here's some crazy news. Uh, we talked a while ago about Quentin Tarantino. His next movie was going to be about the uh, uh, backdrop was going to be the Manson murder, Sharon Tate. So he's been working on that. That's his ninth movie. And he's always said, I'm going to make 10 movies and I'm done. Well, turns out he's a huge fucking Star Trek fan. He had pitched a Star Trek idea to J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams loved it so much. He assembles a writer's room and Tarantino may direct the movie and this movie oh my god it gets better check this out uh after deadline this week revealed that tarantino pitched a star trek film to jj abrams and paramount the whole thing is moving at warp speed tarantino met for hours in a writer's room with mark l smith Lindsay beer and drew pierce they kicked around ideas uh mark smith is the front runner he wrote the revenant here's the best part tarantino is required to be an r-rated movie and paramount and abrams agreed to that condition oh shit we, well, with Discovery being as edgy as it is. Right? They said fucking Discovery, didn't they? And there's well, they boobs. Alien boobs, yeah. Yeah, but there. that's not human boobs, so it's okay. It's different. Well, they're still boobs. They're still boobs. So you think, I mean. This is so out of left field. Dude, quit you And almost anybody, I mean, you, I feel like you have to watch this. <laughs> How could you if not? If this ever happened. I, I still don't believe it happened. Yeah. Well, would, I mean, would this be his 10th movie and he'd be done? He's never worked with somebody else's property. He has directed TV show episodes like a long time ago. But holy shit, how could you not go to see a Quentin Tarantino R-rated Star Trek movie? That's crazy. And all the jokes I've seen, I was going to make them, but they've already been fucking busted. Like, uh, which tricorder is yours? Is the one that says bad motherfucker on it. And uh, Sam Jackson as Jordy LaForge. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, uh, there was one that has... Uh, him as Jules going, Klingons, motherfucker, do you speak it? <laughs> do you speak it? <laughs> Say Klingon again. Uh, there's there's jokes. There's jokes there's, to be made. There's, there's tons of... But, uh, what, I, I still don't believe it. He may just like have him write it, help write it, and then just let him do it. But he... I mean, if they agreed to an R-rated movie, Jesus, I would love to see him do like a sci-fi movie. Like he's he's been doing his westerns and he likes the westerns, but a Tarantino sci-fi movie would be amazing. You really think Star Trek? That I think know? that he should do a sci-fi movie. Yes. Because he hasn't done one of those yet. No, he's done all the... And he's kind of like stuck in these westerns. Let's do something different. Uh, that's just crazy. And the fact that it's moving this fast, that they're fucking got writers and shit, it's nuts. Okay, moving on to TV news. Anthony, Punisher watch update. Where you at? Finished six episodes. Oh, jeez. Really taking its fucking time, aren't you? I'm sorry. I was out of town. Oh, that's right. You are. So, okay. Yeah, I so. watched six, episode six yesterday, and I was like, oh, cool. Right on. I'm, right. Still, I'm still liking it. I, I will try to have it finished by next, next episode. Okay. May or may not have a review next week. Stay tuned. Yeah. 
listener yeah. with bated yeah. breath. Uh, we got I'm our- sure you're fucking <laughs> riveted right now about my watch schedule. <laughs> I'm just wondering when I got to get ready to fucking remember what I saw again. Yeah, and sorry. It, and it may be next week. Uh, we just talked about uh, the DC streaming platform. Uh, that they are working on, and one of the shows is a live-action Young Justice. Well, we have our first photo of Australian actor Brenton Thwaites, who's from. Uh, he was in the fifth Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Mm-hmm. Did you know there's five of those? Uh, he is cast as Dick Grayson uh, on Titans. He uh, and we have his first picture. He joins the 24 Legacy actress Anna Diop as Starfire, Home and Away's Tegan Croft as. Oh, they put Starfire in there again. That's not right. TMNT's Alan Richardson as Hawk. Friday Night Lights, Minka Kelly as Dove. And Big Hero 6, Ryan Potter as Beast Boy. Akiva Goldsman, Jeff Johns, Greg Berlanti wrote the script. So we got a picture of him in a very, Dick Grayson in a very Jason Todd looking uh, uh, Robin outfit. But it looks pretty sick. What do you guys think? Well, he looks more like Tim Drake. Or Tim Drake. Yes, yes. Yeah, let's let's not get our Robins mixed up. Uh... He kind of looks like something you would see on like Arrow. Maybe a little like fan yeah, filmy. Looks, <laughs> yeah, it looks like a fan film. But uh, like, why would they release such a shitty image? Like, you could totally yeah. photograph that better. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like, it's, it's not. It's, it's not. Where they're trying well to be dramatic, but like, it, uh, it. There's not. He's got his domino mask on now. I'm also wondering, like, does he does he turn into Nightwing? Is this like, does he start as Robin and we? I mean, you should, if Nightwing? you were doing the show, you should have him as Robin and then turn him into Nightwing. And then turn later. him into into Nightwing and uh, and then turn him into Batman. And then exactly Dick Grayson Batman. That would if be the awesome. Show ran that long. Yeah. Uh, so they got a 13 episode first season. I think Which, I don't, what is it going to be on? Uh, this uh, the, DC oh, the DC untitled yeah, streaming, streaming uh, platform that they're working so it's on. Be on. Will there be boobs in this? Imran? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> probably not. T- 2018. So God, there's so many streaming services. I'm going to have to fucking pay for it to watch all this shit. Uh, Disney puts like me and just choose not to watch them, or I could just pirate it. Uh, yeah, but uh, and and that, and that streaming the DC Warner Brothers streaming service Anthony also has the new Young Justice season. Was that not enough to get you to uh, sign up? Nope. No, you don't care. <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> I do like Young Justice though. I, right, I gotta put a, a season show. three. Uh, look, Titans. I always I love the Teen Titans books from uh, what was the eighties. Those were great. I read those. So, uh, okay, in terms of animation, DC animation, have you guys seen this fucking Batman Ninja trailer? Yeah. Holy shit. This looks fucking dope. It's like CG. Uh, it's like, kind of uh, like cel-shaded and, and hand-drawn-y. It's all in Japanese with subtitles, so I'm wondering if it's going to be in Japanese, which I'm fine with. It's basically Batman as a samurai. I don't know why they call it Batman Ninja. Yeah, he's more. He's Batman samurai. He's more samurai. And uh, it, ninjas are like dudes that like walk around in like their underwear. He's a uh, like, yeah, you know, he has like samurai armor and shit on, and uh, it's clearly set in feudal Japan. In pajamas. And are they Americans? Or are they like is he his name Bruce Wayne? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. No, this all takes place in like feudal Japan. Yeah, in the past, so it's like so a Gotham by Gaslight, but in he would be named Bruce Wayne then. He'll be like the what's the Japanese version of Bruce He'll Wayne? Be like Terahito Yomohara or some some. Some Japanese. Yeah. Bruce hey, his name. His name, couldn't be, his name couldn't be Bruce Wayne unless he's a white guy that grew up there. No, I think he's just a, he's a dude that's from Japan. Okay. 
I'm watching it right now. Just like in, I think Gotham by Gaslight is also like a period piece where he's still Bruce Wayne and still Gotham City, but it's like way in the past. Yeah, Joker's that's strange. Out. That is, uh, this is similar. Yeah, that takes this place. This is real strange. This dude, it, they got people that worked on Afro Samurai and JoJo's uh, Wild Adventure and uh, Kill the Kill, Rugs, that you told me about. Oh, there should be some uh, screenplay written by a Kill the Kill guy. Yeah. So you, and you have, you see Robin, you see the Joker as a Deadshot. crazy fu- and Deadshot. Uh, and Nightwing. The, and Joker looks insane. Like, and there's fucking guns and samurai sword. Like, it looks sick. Like, the, the Joker would, wearing the samurai stuff is kind of strange, but also kind of <laughs> intriguing. I like it. It's different. You got it's Catwoman weird. and Harley Quinn as like, and she's like the jester Grodd. Grodd with a, a big uh, uh, headdress. Yeah, they went ham on this. They yeah, went they like went really out. crazy. But yeah, it's like weird, like cell shaded and hand drawn kind of 3D, 2D look. But holy crap, I. It's coming out. 2018. It-, it just says coming 2018. It may be like a DVD thing, like a, one of their animated. Yeah, pieces. it'll be released on DVD. Fucking Batman Ninja. How can you not want to see something called Batman Ninja? Uh, I got another trailer from Netflix. That, you know, last episode we spent some time talking about what would be the next Game of Thrones. Oh, we got a property here that may be trying to be the next Game of Thrones for Netflix side. Uh, It's a show called Altered Carbon, based on a sci-fi novel by Richard K. Morgan from 2002. This uh, is reported to be Netflix's most expensive show yet. Oh, shit. Uh, Which I think the Get Down was the last one. And I don't know why that was expensive. This one canceled. Yeah, that got canceled. Uh, This one actually, you you could see where the money is spent. Ten episodes. And it's it's pretty cool. It looks like Blade Runner. It's about a dystopian future where you can transfer your consciousness into a new body. And they call them sleeves. So you like re-sleeve yourself. And of course, this could make you immortal if you can afford it. So the rich can constantly be resleeving themselves and the poor, not all the time. Uh, and I believe like one of the rich people uh, commit suicide. And then when you come back, you don't remember what happened. And there's a guy trying to figure out what happened, but I love the sci-fi blade runner feel of this. What do you guys think? You, t- you take a look at this. I'm looking at it now. I was looking at it as well. Uh, yeah, it kind of has that blade runner feel. Um, I don't know. Not really much to say. I really feel like this is kind of like, in the same direction as Westworld. Yes, a little bit of reminded me of Westworld. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, I think that the whole theme park thing in Westworld is kind of lame. Yeah. And this is kind of cuts right to it. Right, which is a you, little bit more. Yeah, you want to just li- live so, in a new, dra- transfer your consciousness and live forever kind of stuff. Isn't this- it's going to be interesting to see if there's any. See, the thing about Westworld was is that there's a mystery that's building that, like, you know, of the inventor and all that other stuff. Um, this seems to cut right to it, so I don't know how compelling it's going to be, but it looks cool. Reminds me kind of like, was it the island? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was uh, or even clones. Like, yeah. yeah, or even like the Ready Player One, which is coming out, where it's like yeah. you live in where this, you live in the and then you're, you're, you're living into another, you're doing another thing in another body or something. Yeah, there was a movie called The Surrogates that came out a while ago with Bruce Willis. Right. It's kind of on the same. With those weird thing. robots. I love the sci-fi about when it's about transferring your consciousness well, and trying to live forever. That's always interesting. I, I, the, the point is, it's not a new concept. It's really going to come down to just the tr- the characters. Like if you fall in love with these characters, and it'll yeah. be a hit. I think, well, and the reason I think uh, uh, it could be the next uh, Game of Thrones is it's based off a really popular novel. And you, there's your built-in audience. 
uh, the people who read that are going to be spreading this around. And yeah, be but I, your, I don't think I don't think Game of Thrones is that easy to replicate. No, but everyone's going to try. Yeah, we'll <laughs> They're going to keep trying. Um, what's I don't understand what's so expensive about it. I don't know. Uh, and the, there's, no, there's no dragons. There's no dragons, but there's a lot of like <laughs> robots and futuristic shit. Yeah, in they're the, not. The city. They're not filming on uh, on location in anywhere cool. Yeah, special effects. Yeah, maybe. Mm. But if you're just using people, I mean, maybe a couple of shots here and there. It's not like having an outer space. How much could these ten episodes cost? Um, maybe maybe they're billions. <laughs> maybe the fact that they're building the future, the, the future shots yeah, are all yeah. CG. I don't know. Yeah, uh, we'll see. It's coming out uh, February huh. uh, the next year. I'm definitely gonna check it out. Also, uh, if you're a Black Mirror fan, new season, season four, drops this December 29th. I love the Black Mirror. They they put out like a whole bunch of trailers. They put out a trailer for each episode because it's an anthology series. Can't wait for the new season. Check it out. Finally, last thing in the news. Jesus Christ. How much news do we have? There was a lot of news. This is the last one. This is comic books and podcasting clashing and combining in a pretty cool way from Mashable. Mashable can exclusively reveal... That the beloved X-Men character will headline Wolverine will headline Marvel's first ever scripted podcast. Uh, what? Geek Called Geek. Wolverine the Long Night, a 10-episode serialized story that will debut exclusively on Podcast Network Stitcher Premium in spring 2018. That's part of premium, so well, you gotta pay for that it. That sucks. You're gonna have to pay for this. It's a it's part of a partnership deal between Marvel and Stitcher. God damn you, Stitcher Premium! I can't believe I may have to pay for this. Uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, what kind of a uh, story that they mentioned a little bit of the story. There's two agents who arrive in the fictional town of in Alaska to investigate a series of murders. Uh, and one of their suspects is Logan. And they've cast a guy playing Logan. His name is Hobbit and Hannibal star Richard Armitage will lend his voice to Logan for the podcast. Hmm. I am. I am out. No. No. Yeah. This is interesting. Why, why would Why would you have any interest in listening to a podcast about a fictional? Like, why? You what want, am you, I? Like nineteen? Yeah. <laughs> you want someone reading a story to you? <laughs> it's like an audiobook. dude. Audio drama podcasts. But it's are, not an audiobook. Are, are huge right now. Audio drama podcasts are huge. Mm, uh, uh, not for at me. The moment, as well as true crime. Huge, like huge, just means I would have heard of it before. I have never heard of it. What audio drama podcasts? There's a lot of storytelling podcasts out there. Like fake stories? Yeah, yeah. It's another fictional? way. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of fictional, fully produced episode by episode. How many have you listened to? Stories. Of, not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you look at like, there you uh, go. well, that one guy. Yeah, I, I have Is not it a listened thing, to thing, Imran. Yeah. It's not really. Him. But if it's Wolverine, I'm suddenly interested. But then you just hear the snick, snickets and uh, imagine the violence. So I'm just listening to my Flash Gordon record. <laughs> <laughs> Flesh. Uh, well, look, it's a podcast. It's comic books. Uh, I had to mention it. And remember when you used to get those though? You get your Spider-Man record. You listen to a yeah, Spider-Man and, adventure, and then they would go boom, and you turn the page like yeah. it came with a little book. <laughs> and oh they would be, like, and you would hear the the tone and turn the. I have a bunch of those. I had a Superman one when I was a kid. Those are great. I'm a little forty five. Nobody even knows what that is anymore. Uh, the <laughs> should leave those in the past. No two XLs. Yes. All right, that's it for the news for this show. We're going to take a quick break, play some promos, 
And we will continue geeking out about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Game of Thrones Season 7. After these messages, we'll be right back. Trivia Geeks, the unpredictable game show podcast is back with a brand new season. They've got a new host, new games, and a new day and time. But that's not all. Now you can download their companion app, Triv Now, and play along in real time. Watch Carrie on YouTube as she tries to convince her partner that his dark night hasn't risen in years. Listen on Diamond Club and Alpha Geek Radio, Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can also follow the show on Facebook and Twitter and get all the latest updates and showtimes. Hi, I'm Drew. I'm Nate. And I'm Tanner. And we are the hosts of Headline Heroes. Every week we take a bizarre, out there article. Germans build underground pipeline for beer. An attempt to create a superhero or villain. The obvious one is that they have a giant robot that runs off of beer. Along the way we discuss powers, design a costume, and of course, struggle with a name. Graham Graham Sam Sam? No, no. (laughs) Graham Graham Sam Sam? No! And inevitably we get off subject and talk about the really important stuff. I did go to Bill Engvall's wedding. Website, and I just want to tell you a couple of things I'm seeing here. Please do, I wish you would. But we always arrive with the super creation we are proud of. Join Headline Heroes every Tuesday as we try to make reality a little more super. Do you like sci-fi, AI, and technology? Do you enjoy going on tangents and down random rabbit holes of a subject? Then join me and my friends each week on Brokebot Mountain as some artificially intelligent people attempt to walk through a maze that explores themes of existence and free thought in sci-fi TV, movies, and books. The conversations are unique and bring an unusual perspective to the genre and can literally go anywhere. And we do mean anywhere. You can find us at BlazingCaribouStudios.com or look for Brokebot Mountain on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play or anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hey, listener, if you've been enjoying the show, sign up to our fan club and you will get more show. Uh, Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. And for as low as a dollar a month of your support, you get access to an RSS feed with exclusive bonus content just for you and we got to say huge thank you to our new patreon supporter this week thank you lisa morrison nerd. she signed up she's enjoying thanks bonus content and that is a third confirmed female listener we should all be very proud of ourselves oh shit we haven't chased them away in fact they are giving us money yeah paying female listeners never thought i'd pay that sentence <laughs> what kind of right Odd kind of I a- never, I never <laughs> thought I'd see the day a female would pay for me for anything. Yeah. They're giving us so look, this is my favorite part of the show where I get to read. It wasn't my mother. The na- oh, <laughs> mother yeah. box? What you about had your to mother make box? An addendum to that. Yeah. Oh, geez. Uh where I'm, I get to thank all of our patrons by name. I love doing this. It's a fantastic list. Lisa Morrison, thank you, and thank you to all these people. Bonner Demling, Travis Halton, John Seifert, Gabriel Bosco, Anthony Apodaca, Jimmy Graben, Joe Henry, David Zika, Jimmy McPike, Wes Cranford, Matthew Lawrence, Ron Hans, Adam Morris, Blazing Caribou Studios, Stephen Tran, Joe Fomork, Steve Morrison, Matt Delhauer, a place to hang your cape, and Philip Milan. Oh, shit. Hot damn. That's a, did you hear all hey, those there's names? Two Morrisons. There's, a, there's Steve Morrison and there's Lisa Morrison. Oh, are you guys related? Lisa, do you know Steve? Steve, do you know Lisa? What about John? John Morrison? Yeah. Who's John Morrison? 
I don't know. Thank you, all those people. There, you are the best. That's awesome. Uh, and I just want to plug one more thing that we never talk about uh, is our shop. We have merch, people. You can buy T-shirts. You can buy stuff with our logo on it. Visit jogginer.com slash shop. And the reason I brought this up is someone bought a shirt and a mug uh, this week. I bought the mug. You bought? Was that you? Oh, <laughs> yes. well, oh Imran's let down. Take a uh, I'm sorry. Take a picture and send it in like it's somebody else. Well, I'm glad you get a mug, Anthony. That's uh, I should bring mine to work. I have one, too, <laughs> <laughs> that I got. But someone else bought a shirt. Send us a photo. Uh, but that, look, there's other great designs. So I just want to thank my friend Margie, who she is hosting our, our logo on her there's Spreadshirt other shop. Well, she we are on her Spreadshirt shop, and she puts up designs all the time. And they're really sick. Like, I think for our audience, it's perfect. It's jock and nerd. There's stoner art. There's, like, fishing stuff. There's sports stuff. Uh, there's They're all original, one-of-a-kind designs. Jogginer.com slash shop. Uh, you will see it all. Buy some of the other shirts. I don't care. I'm trying to help her out. She's helping us out by hosting the logo. But you can put it on, like, a water bottle or a hoodie or whatever you want. Anthony will get a new mug in the mail. <laughs> It's a gift. There's still no rug boy shirts, though. Uh, I will have to make one. There's still no rug boy shirts. We can throw and it in. rub it in. Listener, how, listener, write in if you want a rug boy shirt. If there's a demand, I will throw up the design and we will get a rug boy shirt. Okay. We're going to talk about uh, some television. I wanted to discuss the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5 premiere. Although Anthony hasn't watched it and he didn't watch last season. Nope, I'm not going to talk. So I'm going to give you a, maybe I'll give you a quick crosswit wad to do. Yeah, I will go do some shit. Amrap, as many rounds as possible, mm-hmm. uh, 10 wall balls, 10 box jumps until we're done talking about Agents of Shield. How about that? That's some simple ass shit. All right. Fine. You're going to come back, be all out of breath, talk about Game of Thrones. All right. Uh, all right. Well, look. Wake me up when this is over. Okay. Here's the spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. Because it just aired this week and uh, Rugs, you watched this, right? I did watch it. So look, last season, Agents of Shield gave us Ghost Rider, gave us Ada, it gave us the framework. Uh, I I thought it was the best season of Agents of Shield so far. The show kept getting better. We thought it was going to get canceled. It gets a fifth season, but it has to wait for the Inhumans to be over. And I still haven't watched all the Inhumans. I don't think I'm no going to. No one ever to. will. No one ever will. That was just horrendous mistake. Uh, even a bigger misstep than Iron Fist, arguably. Uh, but yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had to wait till January. So good thing is, I don't think we're going to get a break. It's going to go straight through the season. But wow, it comes back. So at the end of last season, they were all frozen. Somebody came and got them and Coulson was in space. And this is like a different show. This is like a sci-fi horror adventure. There's time travel. There's aliens. There's Kree. The fucking Earth is destroyed. I'm all in, dude. I really enjoyed it. Rugs, what'd you think? I wasn't all in. No, I was kind of in and then I was out. Why? Were you I, I don't know, because like as soon as that, I found out that the reason that the earth was destroyed, because this is what happens, guys. I mean, spoiler alert, I guess, whatever. I already but, did uh, it. OK, you did. So, um, you know, they all get frozen at the end and then they end up on the spaceship and you realize the spaceship is like the space station. And then they look out the window and they see that the earth has been destroyed. It's in a mil- billion pieces. And then um, you find out that Daisy did it, or they're trying to make you think that Daisy did it. I hope that she didn't do it. But the minute they started bringing that around, like, 
everything always goes back to Daisy. I'm like, no, this I, I don't like that. I just I just turned me off really, really bad to the whole idea of the show. Well, look, I think it could be a misdirect. I kind of I hope the, it is. I, I hope love it the is set up because they don't know where they are and they they meet people there and, and these people tell them they're legends. So it's approximately like a hundred years in the future. There's aliens right, chasing them. Why would them. they be the legends? When there's like the Avengers and all these other fucking people, well, they can't, like yes. that was like an oversell too. Uh, so I didn't, I wasn't on board with that. Like, why does everything have to be so intertwined? Why can't they just be there? Because they, I don't know, a better reason why well, they're I out think, there. Uh, well, I also, I wondered if this was going to tie into Infinity War. The show is going to end like two weeks before Infinity War. Will they make it back to the past? Also, the one person... So in the beginning, I love the beginning, first of all, where you watch this alien kind of get ready for work and it, it's it's the uh, Talking Heads home is playing, which is a great song. And I was like, ooh, Talking Heads. I love the Talking Heads. And he freezes them and they take everyone but Fitz because they're like, he's not on the list. But there's this postcard. I think Fitz is the one who has set up the fact that they are going to come back and they are legends and started the story. But I'm wondering where Fitz is. Uh, and so the Kree showed up when the Earth got destroyed and helped everyone. They live on this thing called the Lighthouse. But they also destroyed all the Earth records. So nobody knows what happened. They just know bits and pieces. So the guy saying, I found out in that Daisy did this, he could be wrong. That could be, he yes, could have bad I'm information. I'm hoping that's the case. But if that is, if she is the reason, like, I don't know. I just feel like when th things are always tied in so tightly, yeah. I feel like that I my suspension of disbelief just goes away. I don't think she could quake the whole more, world things apart. Things are more random than that. The, like, the life is more random. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Like, the I th world is random. Like, yeah. things like... Things come into your life that has nothing to do with you. Like, you'll, you know, you, the uh, somebody that you hate might not be somebody that you grew up with, you know, or, or wherever. It'd just be some guy that you meet that you think is a jerk off. Like, it doesn't like have run. to be like a kid. <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to exactly. be the kid that, like, stole your lunch in fifth grade. Like, I, I hate when all that stuff is all well, tied see, in. See, I think that's why it's not Daisy. They just, they, they need a little cliffhanger there. It's really hacky when they do shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. And could she really quake the world apart? Uh, that's weird. I, um, I like the Star-Lord looking dude. I was like, is that Star-Lord? I thought it was going to be fucking Star-Lord. Uh, but he's wearing like the same helmet and he floats in the same way. I'm just, uh, that's a little nod to Star-Lord. Yeah. My, I'll tell you what I like about the show. Yeah. I like about, I like the Kree, I guess, that they have like classes of, uh, and they keep the humans at, at a worker level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they have certain Kree that they ascend to uh, like basically being their pets and they're all about like a life spent is a life well lived and just fucking killing people. That main Cree dude was a little weird. Yeah. He's like a weird looking dude, but he's a weird looking dude. But I mean, that's interesting. And I like, uh, the whole thing with, uh, Simmons kind of having to be the center of attention. Cause I like Simmons. I think she's really, really a good, uh, part of the show what was her deal what's she do what was she doing she was like she tried to uh perform like a medical oh, procedure that's right. on she one tried of the, to save that guy yep. yeah and yep. then they yep. got pissed off that she got involved and then the guy got fascinated by her. the kree got fascinated by her and wanted to make her the his new pet right because he doesn't understand they don't understand when people help people yeah and then he was like he's scarred now he's not perfect and he just fucking kills him he discards uh, his other pet because yeah, he's yeah. now not perfect. He's now imperfect. So, I mean, look, I'm intrigued. Are they going to make it back in time? Can they reverse? Is this going to be reversed? 
is this going to be the last season of Agents of Shield? Yeah, I hope it is because, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm getting like, I got really turned off of this episode, but I'm going to give. The thing about Agents of Shield is you can't just like just write it off. You have to write it out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I'm hoping that um, it's a misdirect. I hope that it, they end up turning it around and actually be, it's way deeper and way cooler than it is. But it's still no matter what they do. They've still done this thing where they've tied everything to them. And, like, they're the only people that matter. They're the only heroes in the world and stuff like that. They're legends. I'm like, I don't know. I, it's a little bit like Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. But, I'm look, I, I appreciate, like, the new setting, the fucking yeah, wild time jump, and just them just trying crazy things. Uh, you know, Disney mandated ABC to not cancel the show. I don't know why. So I don't know if they're still just in the same mindset of we're just going to do fucking crazy shit. See what happens, which if so, uh, I'm in because last season that was, that was a lot of fun. The three arcs that they had and the framework kind of lives in this again. No one guys like I, I kind of pieced it back together and they went in the framework. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that's cool. I, I definitely like that as well. Uh, how it's not completely gone. So basically what do you think of it's, Let's um kind of spitball where it's gonna go. What do you think? What do you think it's gonna happen in this season? Jeez, I don't know. I'm I'm curious to find out more about the story. Do you think that answer they, that question and run? What way to answer that? I'm one. thinking. I have do you think it's gonna end up with them solving this problem of of the Earth being exploded? I think they have to go. Is back. it gonna affect? Is it gonna? Are they gonna reset this horrible thing that happened to our planet? I, I mean, I think ultimately they got to get back and p- put Fitz on the show. They got to go back in time and uh, change everything. Also, Lance Hunter is coming back in a couple of episodes. So what is he in the past with Fitz? I'm really curious to find out what the fuck happens to Fitz. Does he live his whole life? Uh, but yeah, you you have to put the earth like it's got to end with the earth not getting destroyed. Uh, or is there just like, fuck it, uh, we can't go back. I mean, do they stay in the future? Yeah, they have to end up going back to their status quo to some. So I think the majority of the motivation is finding out how to get back in time to undo this. Well, F- finding they, out what happened and then going they back. They got and there through that through that that uh, Cree stone there was or whatever. Another monolith, and it was yeah, a I'm little a- bit different. And uh, unlike the other one that transported Gemma to another planet, this one transported them through time, uh, right. about a hundred years. Now, who are those aliens that? Put them there. Why did they put them there? Oh, there was one more thing I want to say before we wrap this up. Yeah. Is that they were, there was a line that was uh, alluding to S.W.O.R.D., but then someone, like, just discarded it. She said, uh, yeah, something about, like, I thought you guys, they, but it wasn't S.W.O.R.D., it was another name. They're like, I thought you guys would have some kind of, like, other like team spe- named yeah. after some kind yeah. of a spear or something. Yeah, it was spear. That's what it was. I was like, uh, I thought you guys would be called spear or something, which is the nod to sword, which is, like, the space uh, agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. Uh, look, I'm in. I'm excited. I will be watching week to week, and unlike some of the other shows where I've just been catching up. Uh, but this, I got me, dude. I thought it was a great start, so hopefully they can. I'm a little shaky on it, but ma- I'm going to write it out. Let's see if it jumps the shark, but... Uh, every season's been getting better. Shark infested water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're very close to jumping the shark, but the sea. Every season is, is has been an improvement. I don't think Fonzie's got his water skis on quite yet, no. but I think <laughs> looking like <laughs> the Daisy thing was very shark jumpy. So you're right. Uh, all right, good stuff. Let's move on. Yay! 
<laughs> Anthony's still there. I'm here. Game of Thrones season seven. Spoiler alert. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler, Spoiler time. This one is. A, let's uh, spoil some shit, Batman. Let's spoil Ooh. some shit. Uh, if you are a new listener, this is what's been going on. Finally, after years of resisting the hype and pressure from friends, Anthony and myself decided to watch all the Game of Thrones like seven years late. Yeah. And we've been going through reviewing season by season. So uh, if you have not heard, go back a couple episodes for seasons one through six. And now finally I'm caught up with the rest of the world. Uh, The last thing I saw, which is the last thing now everybody saw at the end of season seven was the Night King and the dead with a serious zombie dragon knocking down the wall at Eastwatch and flowing through to the south. Oh, shit. Holy crap. Before we get into this. Winter is coming. Rug boy. Yes. How does it feel to now be unchained and you can finally just talk yes, freely and not just back. sit there and pucker your asshole? <laughs> I always have my asshole pucker. That's good. It's nothing new. That's good. I'm always, I'm always not saying shit that I want to say. But uh, yeah, it's cool. Like we're finally all even. Yeah, we're all we're on the same page. We don't have Imran nice. running around thinking that uh, we're we're talking we're dealing with John Stone. Yeah, <laughs> I had to play dumb when you were when you were doing that. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm glad to be caught up with the rest of the world. This season was amazing. It moved very fast compared to the previous seasons. Only seven. That's episodes. only because it was seven episodes. <laughs> the la- and the last episode was eighty minutes. Uh, but maybe it moved too fast. Like uh, for the first time I had kind of a nitpick of certain things that happened this season. Yeah. That's a lot of people had the same nitpick, uh, when it came out. So, uh, you're not in the wrong because at all. you clearly see a difference from when they were working off the book to when they went off book and they kind of, it became more standard TV type stuff. You know, that people would be in uh, f- far apart places from scene to scene, like all quickly getting there. Uh, but the season also, we, we had dead dragons. We had eunuch sex. We had more incest. So it well, gave can you I a counter good shit. that point? Yes. I, do, I agree that I actually had the same. When I was watching, I'm like, man, this is moving. Yes. Real quick. <laughs> yeah. But if they are down to the last two seasons, yeah. at some point, all the stuff they've built has to pay off. And I feel like we were getting a lot of payoff in this. So, I mean, the whole season is, it's like a train chugging payoff after payoff after payoff. It just, it it does kind of, your suspension disbelief kind of is fucked up when that dragon gets there so fucking fast. so quick. Yes. (laughs) Well, they're able not only, I mean, that, that that, that was like, wow, because Gendry is able to run back to the wall. Get the message to a raven. The ravens go down, gets it down to Dragonstone. Then she flies back up to all the way the north, back, all up in the same episode. While they're while they're managing, and this to all stay happens alive. while they're while they're all in like one night where they're standing <laughs> on a rock. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That should happen quickly. Also, all in one I thought the uh, the Arya Sansa Littlefinger stuff could have used a little bit more breathing room. That happened very quickly and like out oh, of nowhere. How good was our, was uh, Littlefinger's death? And they swerve them. Uh, it, it was pretty good. And so, but this was my other problem. They did something that The Walking Dead does. This, this whole time, you are let in to deception between characters. You're let in to what the, the, the lies are going on. Except now they pull a Walking Dead, they troll the audience, they make you think 
that Littlefinger is playing Arya and Sansa. No hint at all that they are playing him. And then, boom, they just like, oh, we were playing you the whole time. But you, you could have given me a little bit of evidence, a well, little you, bit you of hint. Know, you know what I, how I justified that? Yeah. They got the three-eyed raven next to them. Well, he should know everything, and he did. Exactly, <laughs> he did so they, he everything. probably told them. <laughs> oh, I see. He mm. probably told them what was going on. Well, he was there. I loved That's how their brother. I loved how they were like judge, jury, and executioner, and oh, Arya. So good. Arya just waiting. She's like, just fucking give me the signal. Well, the, the part where like Littlefinger, like he realizes he's got no cards left to play, and he gets on his knees and, and starts like talking ba- like like a little girl. <laughs> yes. He's like, Sansa, I beg he's you. Like, no. He's <laughs> fucking crying. Yeah, you like, bitch. I was like, oh, that's so good. Yeah. And then Bran is like, well, no, you actually. So look here. This is what. Here's all the shit he actually did. Like Littlefinger, this whole time has been one of the most dangerous characters, and he's gotten away with so much shit. Littlefinger poisoned the Stark's kid's uncle and King Robert's former hand of the king, John Aaron. That yeah. started the whole chain of events that led to war. He turned Sansa's Aunt Lysa against their mom, Catelyn. Playing the sisters against each other, just like he was playing them against each other. He betrayed Ned Stark, and then he shoved Elisa out the fucking moon door, and right. and and just fucking played with Sansa's feelings. Like, the, I love it. She where where Sansa goes. Do you deny it? Do you deny it, Lord Baelish? He was also trying to be real, real creepy. Yes, oh, yeah, he wanted. To, he was trying to. He wanted to marry Sansa. His yeah. whole goal was to marry Sansa and and take the, throne, the king, take the Iron yeah. Throne. Yeah. He's like, I loved your mom. I loved you. I was like, dude, he kisses her. You're yeah, and she t- fucking shuts him down. Uh, I I kind of felt like he should have suffered a little bit more, but good death. And and Arya is just like the family fucking executioner. Speaking yeah, of speaking of Arya, the beginning that wall that open Walder Frey we talked about uh, fucking unbelievable, uh, yeah. and then Ed Sheeran just hanging out in the forest. Yeah, what'd you think about that? <laughs> you know what? It was all right. I thought you because you didn't take you out of it. No, because the song was very like medieval. Yeah, and he didn't really have a lot of lines. No, but and I kind of I heard about it. I was expecting. I was like, oh, oh, you heard? See, when I saw it, I was like, holy fuck, that's Ed Sheeran right now. What the hell am I watching? How does how do you get like? I'm sure everybody, every musician, every celebrity must want a cameo on the show. Why did they pick Ed Sheeran? Was he just? He must have just been in Ireland. When he's fucking white with red hair. Yeah, he's a fucking ginger. He looks like he should be on. Yeah, that's a pretty game of Thrones. So we also got an amazing more more uh, people meeting each other. Uh, The the solo storylines kind of go away. Everyone is in groups, but John and Daenerys meeting each other at Dragonstone. Fantastic. So good. You see the tension right away. I part a little bit was weird. Is that how? They were all goo-goo-eyed, like, really quickly. Like, they just met each other. But they're, like, all into each other very quickly. Yeah, but, like, uh, Jon Snow hasn't seen that many hot chicks. Oh, he hasn't. So he's... Real he's real. He's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't seen much puss. Or whatever. How does... He, does look, he, he don't know that. No, he don't yeah. know that. Uh, let Someone's going to have to tell him. Let me ask you this. How does a eunuch have sex? What exactly happened in that Grey Worm Mascendi sex scene? Just like lesbian sex. Oh, it's <laughs> oh shit! It's a lot of scissor scissorping. I mean, scissorping. scissorping yeah, I, I was like, know. listen, I don't know. I just go with it. It's fine. <laughs> it worked for me. I mean, you just know that he's unfulfilled. Uh, we got. Uh, I like uh, Sam figuring out that there's all this dragonstone, dragonglass at dragonstone. So they got enough uh, weapons. They got enough raw material. To make some weapons, because isn't that how the Targaryens originally took them down? Like they had arrows tipped in dragon glass or 
they found arrowheads, dragonglass arrowheads. Yeah, uh, way back in the took town. Who the the whites? Well, they the have walkers. dragons too. They could burn them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and yeah, I don't, I don't even know if there's. I, I don't know my Game of Thrones history. I don't know if the Targaryens if they got rid of the White Walkers even before that. Mm. How about this? The prince that was promised could also be a princess. That was promised. It's ambiguous. According to Melisandre, who does show up there, but then she hides when John and Davos show up, which is pretty smart because she was like, oh shit, I probably should not be seen because they kicked me out and I burned the little girl and they're still pissed about that. So she's shady. And everyone, that was a fucking, that was one of the harshest things to, to see. That was so that, that, disturbing. That was probably the most disturbing thing I saw. On the <laughs> and show. brutal and uncomfortable. And, and, that, and that beats out Killing little babies. Yeah. 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 Because they, I mean, it was off screen, but the screams, the way yeah. that girl played it. Let's, the way the mother breaks down yes. at the end and she's like, I can't, I can't do it. And like, my, my jaw was open. I was like, holy shit, this show does not give a fuck. Uh, let's talk about the battles. There were four pretty awesome battles this season. Lots of battles. It seemed like every show had like a battle scene, every episode. Uh, starting with Euron. Uh, hitting the Iron Fleet when they're on their way back to Dorne. Uh, that that is an amazing action. That one actually scene. pissed me off. Not in like a like this was executed badly, but like damn. Yeah, why did you get caught again? I was like, damn, why'd they get caught? I was I was like, <laughs> just when I thought Daenerys had was he had yep. the upper hand. There's yep. no fleet, and this Fuck. this kind of like starts the everything starts to crumble for uh, Daenerys's group with this. Oh. She loses a lot of people. Yeah, Tyrion's plan. Uh, well, in that his Tyrion's pants sucks. Well, that's what makes that whole uh, summit um, much more important, right there. Yes, the fucking summit is great. Also, in that battle, I love how Theon's a little bitch and just jumps off the ship instead of saving his sister, while uh, Euron has a knife to her, and he's like, "What are you gonna do?" And he looks around and then just jumps off the ship, uh, dummy. But he gets a great uh, redemption moment in the last episode, which we'll get to. A lot of shit happened in the last episode. I'm just going to work up to it. So let's talk about how Tyrion has shitty plans a lot and is, and, and people still listen to him last season. He had that plan with the slave traders and the master slave masters. And that didn't, that kind of bit him in the ass. Right. Cause they attacked. And so this plan, he's like, Hey, why don't we go get a white and bring it to Cersei? And then she'll believe us. This is the dumbest plan ever. This is like a walking dead plan. Huh? Yeah, it was really bad at, Bad, bad plan. But I mean, it did work in the end, kind of. And it gave us, it gave us, and it gave us some awesome it, shit. It gave us uh, an amazing, the other battle with uh, John, the Hound, Davos, Gendry, Tormund, Thoris, and Beric of Dondarrion. I love that. Fighting the fucking walkers in I the loved, north. I loved when they met each other in jail and they all like had reasons why they would hate each other. Yes. I thought that was great. Yes. It was like their own little suicide squad. Like they didn't yeah. fucking get along. None of them trusted one another. But by the end of it, man, they I throw went in through too. Some I love shit. the fact that uh, Davos is all like to Gendry. Now, don't tell him who you are. Don't tell yeah. him you're and then he, Baratheon. Yes. And he's like, hi, I'm I'm Gendry. I'm Robert Baratheon's <laughs> bastard I'm a bastard. Son. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's just but like, it makes sense that they would yeah. have that kinship that they're both absolutely they they man. Both bastards, yeah, and they're both badass. Uh, the other battle, uh, I can go back to the battles that I said one battle number two when the Unsullied take Castle Rock, but it's kind of a decoy, yeah, because Jamie Lannister's over at Highgarden and kills all the Tyrells, takes their money, and fucking Oleana Tyrell, unbelievable Olena. Olena. That's a great scene. Unbelievable great. death scene without her even dying on camera. For, but he's got a poison for her, and she's like, "Is this quick? 
will I, will I be a pain? He's like, no, I made sure you go quickly. She's like, good. She drinks it. And she's like, by the way, I killed Joffrey. Make sure you tell Cersei. I want her to know. See you later. Yeah. I was no, like, perfect. oh, shit. Fuck. There's oh, no shit. other way for her to die than like that. <laughs> Un- and the f- fucking Jamie Lannister's Isn't face is amazing. Old wrinkly lady is like a badass. Dude, most she badass was girl. one she of the most badass. Something. Yeah. She always yeah, came she was, out on top. She was made of steel. That she's bitch. a step ahead. She didn't take she no was- shit. Yeah, absolutely. She stood up to everyone. She played everyone. Oh, my God. And she went out like a boss. Yeah. Yeah. So the Castle Rock and the Unsullied. Uh, that was Casterly a, Rock. Uh, Castle Rock. Right. That was an OK battle. A better battle is uh, Daenerys and the Dothraki and the dragons. Oh, insane. Taking down the Lannister army while they're walking home with their loot. Just burning them down in a line. And they're fucked. Like they lose a lot of their guys. That they, I watched the post and it was great because they were like, "This is basically an allegory for when uh, planes got involved in warfare. Oh, you could rain yes. fire from the sky, yep. and there's and no now it's game over, and it's just like boom, 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 and there's no way out of it, and you no know, uh, can't stop it. Yeah, this pretty much that decimated their whole army, right? They don't have many people oh, yeah. left. The Lannisters got fucking annihilated there. Yeah, yeah." And that the Tarleys, Samwell, are also got annihilated. Oh, Their family that's got destroyed. Right. They got killed. They were yeah. They the <laughs> that guy. First of all, is his name Rickon or Dickon? Every time I laugh, he gets called Dickon, yes. but his name is Rickon. They're like, hey, Dickon. He goes, Rickon. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, Dickon. Uh, every time he said Dickon and Rickon, I laugh my laugh my ass off. Uh, they die. I like seeing Gendry back too. That was cool. We hadn't seen them. In a while, let me ask you I this. Lo- that, the other line with Gendry where he's like telling him we're, like, we're going to go on this mission, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'm ready. Let's go. I've been waiting <laughs> yes. my entire life. Yes. I know what it is. We're going. He's like, it may be hard and it's going to be day. He's like, no, I'm in. Let's go. I'm in. Let's yeah. get out of here. He really, he's like, I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm a fucking bastard. Let's get this done. Yeah. yeah. He's He's been having a hard life his whole, you know, this whole, he's like a blacksmith. What yeah. the fuck was he doing? He's a blacksmith in hide, a bastard blacksmith in hiding. Yeah, he was pissed. He's like, "Do you know what they did to me?" He's waiting for his moment. Yeah, it's the only time he's gonna happen. So, I mean, I think season eight will get some fucking badass Gendry, Gendry, Gendry moments. Uh, So, let me ask you guys this: Cersei says she's pregnant again. I don't know why you question this. Could she be lying? You can't trust Cersei. It doesn't matter if she's lying or not. No, she can use it. Tyrion picks up on it too. I, it, for me, it's just she's it's she's revolved her life around the kids what so much. What would be the advantage of yeah. her to not being? Yeah, right. I don't know. She well, yeah, that she needs another kid to uh, motivate. I mean, her. Be, it probably makes more sense for her to be pregnant. Right. Well, and they need an heir. They're the, she's like we're the last of yeah. the Lannisters. That's it. There's nobody else. Yeah, there's no there's no point in lying about that. Wow, there's literally only two like main Lannisters left, aren't there? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's crazy. She fucked up. Ass. She f- her decisions fucked the entire family. Uh, okay, well, look. Let's. This is all leading up to episode seven. Let's get into episode seven because so much shit happened. You know, Sir, uh, Daenerys wanted John to bend the knee, and initially he wouldn't because he's like, "You need my help. I need your help." And but eventually, John does decide to bend the knee, and they go off, and we get the fucking. Yeah, but you got to tell us why. It's because Daenerys risks her life with the dragons to save them in the north. And, and the past the wall. That was episode six. Yes. Six. Okay. Right. And then she notices that he's, his body is all cut up. And then they have that little moment. And she, he's like, I'll bend the knee. Yeah. He's like, I can't bend the knee now, but yeah. I'll bend the knee. He's like, I will bend the knee. 
That fucking battle scene was fucking great. I loved when uh, the hound is throwing rocks at the one dude. And then he throws another he one and it slides yeah. all the way across. The ice doesn't break. And he's just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and they all start fucking coming. Oh, so good. Saved by. Dude, who makes it out of that? I forgot. Uh, everyone, but th- uh, th- well, Thoros and a couple of like the the, the the guy with the red beard. He died. Yeah, not Torm. No, no, no Torment is still alive. Thoros. Thoros. Is the only- he's the the guy with the top 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 bun. Oh, ah. oh yeah, that's the guy who brought Beric uh, back to uh, life. Yeah, right? he's he's the guy that can bring people back to life. So now, if Beric dies, he doesn't have his Gr- dude. Great line by what's his name, the Hound. He goes. Bald cunt. Anybody with a top nut has is a bald cunt. Bald cunt. Bald cunt. <laughs> I love the <laughs> you use. Who you think you're fooling with that top knot, you bald cunt? Listen, not, not since Deadwood have we've heard. Imran, such you good, need a top. You need a top a knot. Top to knot cover cover that, there's no hair there. Cover your bald spot. So I grow my hair all the way around long, and, and then, then make it. Yeah, and then pull it. And then pull tight it, and so then you make a top <laughs> knot. Oh, so that I would have instead of a bald a spot, bun? I would have yeah. a man bun. Right, um, but it'd be a top knot. People would think I'm like some cool mystical hipster. Yeah, you'd be really cool then. All of a sudden, <laughs> I'd be hip. Suddenly, I would be relevant. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm doing it <laughs> check back i gotta see pictures of this immediately. check back in about seven months oh sh- a couple other lines <laughs> yes. though from that there was one this is episode six i'm sorry yeah but the line where the hound and torment are like walking around torment's like were you always mean <laughs> were you we he's like did you did you grow up and did you, did you get pushed into the fire or did you fall in as a baby and the, the hound is like you want to suck my dick? Is that it? <laughs> I fucking like, love the hound so he's much. He's like dick. He's like cock. cock. He's like oh, oh dick. Yeah. I like it. He's like I bet you do. <laughs> he never heard. Yeah, the there was thing. a lot of weird shit going on yeah. with those two. Oh, it was so. And then he's like, I. He wants him, and then he finds out he wants to marry Brianna Tarth. He's like, how did a mad fucker like you stay alive? <laughs> guy, they're killing people. He's great. That was great. Now I oh, the other line too with Torm. I remember all these yeah. when he's going walking with Gendry. He's like, Gendry's like, how do you live out here? He's like. Walking is good. Fighting is better. Fucking is best. Fucking is best. I remember that too. That's great. A <laughs> lot of great lines. Now, it has to be mentioned that stupid Tyrion's plan cost them a dragon. Cost them right. a dragon. Because, yeah. man, he, the dragons come in and uh, the Night King is ready with a spear and a deadly shot and he hits Viserys who goes down and the look on everyone's face is an unbelievable shock and falls into the water. Cracks the ice. I was like, holy fuck. He fucking. And then he he has another spear and misses, uh, allowing them to get away. But I was like, why would he miss the second one? If he got the first one, uh, maybe he missed on purpose. He we, and we'll find out why he only needed the one. Cause really he only needs the one. And this leads us to fucking 80 minute episode seven. Dude, the summit at the red keep. Everyone is there. That's so fucking All awesome. All in one scene at this dragon pit. Uh, and in the show, uh, Daenerys explains this is where her family used to house their dragons. And I found out that this whole, this setting, it was shot in the ancient ruin of a Roman gladiatorial yeah, amphitheater. Yeah, location. Outside Seville, Spain, that dates back to the 4th century BC. This is not a set dressing. This is not a green screen. That moment for me was after having binged the six seasons yes. prior was yes. like my Avengers moment it where I'm really like, holy was. crap, everyone is on screen. And I love the fact that like the set is very simple because these characters are so big. You want to focus on them and it's just kind of very plain, open, open aired setting. They're sitting down. Everyone shows up and Cersei's like, where's, where is she? 
She, of course, we've been waiting a long time. She arrives fashionably late on Drogon. Of course. Arriving in style like a fucking badass. Well, I love that she like brings her entire, like the Unsullied and the Dothraki and the dragons like as a show of power. They're like, her, uh, yeah. Don't fuck with me. Dude, that's her posse. She got to ride with her posse. <laughs> yeah, she rolls super deep. Yeah. And, ev- dude, so everyone's there. And the first thing that happens is the hound just walks up to the mountain. And I've been waiting for this for every season. I was like, I need to see the hound face off with the mountain. And there's a confrontation. And he he's like, oh God, you are even an uglier bastard now. What have they done for you? What have they done to you? And he's like, just know this, your brother is coming for you. I was like, oh, oh shit! Oh, shit. He's like, he's, he's like, you've always known who's coming for you, brother. And and so this thing that people are calling Clegane Bowl, Clegane Bowl, I can't yeah. wait for Clegane Almost Bowl. Blew up right there. But then they separate. So next season they got they got to have a fucking showdown. They got to have a battle. Uh, they're really hinting to it. Uh, so they brought this fucking the White Walker, and they pull, they pop it out, and the thing goes right for Cersei, and he's chained, and everyone is clearly affected, and they're like, "Oh shit, this shit is real." And then Euron is hilarious. He's like, "Did they swim? No, I'm out. I'll see I, you later. I liked that. I liked that. Uh, Grand Maester, uh, what's his not not Pycelle? Who's the who's the hand of the oh, queen now? Um, Quite Kyber. Kyber. Yeah. Kyber just walks up to the hand and has like a full boner. Yeah, he's he like, just picks up the hand like, oh, look at this shit. This is cool. Well, John, Sh- <laughs> I mean, you know what's funny is the fucking mountain didn't budge. Well, I would expect him to step out in front and just kill that thing. And uh, he did not protect Cersei at that moment. And then John shows him like how to kill it. Shows him the fire hurts it. Dragon glass. Or Dragon the fire. glass hurts it. Um, so this whole thing, like the truce doesn't work. So he's like, I w- it doesn't, it doesn't work. Cause Jon Snow is just a fucking moron. He's so and stupid. It can't, can't just hold back is the truth he, for just a second. He doesn't know how to humor people. That's the problem. She's like, I'll he's got no tech. I will whatsoever. join you guys. Against- Jon Snow through seven seasons still doesn't know shit. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He's like, John, Cersei's like, if you stay neutral, I will join you guys. And then. He's like, actually, I better need her. I can't serve two queens. Sorry. And Cersei's like, oh, fuck this. And then Tyrion has the best line. He's like, have you ever considered learning how to lie? Just a little bit. I don't bit. think that Cersei was going to, was still going to backstab him no matter what. Oh, yeah. So it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. No, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. yeah. So uh, this is an interesting move. Uh, and John's like, when enough people make false promises, words stop meaning anything and there oh, are no more answers. Point. John Snow's a good man. He's a good man. He's like only at least to more lies. So he's trying to not to make the, the situation worse, I guess, in the long run. But Jesus Christ. So Tyrion's like, let me go talk to her. And this is another fantastic scene between between oh, siblings. Jesus Christ. You feel what? she finally seriously blows up, dude. We've never seen her. I've never seen her oh, this yeah, passionate. She's, she's all like. I will not have it. She fucking it. loses it and yells at him. And she's well, she blames him. him for the death of the kids. No, well, she said she doesn't blame him for killing Joffrey, but she blames right. him for weakening the family by killing Tywin. And she, he but, also, he's also responsible for sending uh, Marcella to Dorne, which eventually leads to her death. Oh, Tyrion was responsible for that. Yep, mm. when he was the hand. But then you can argue Cersei's done a lot of damage to the family as well. Yeah, of course. From yeah. The well, yes. I mean, there, no one's arguing that. Yeah. But she definitely blames Tyrion for a lot. Yeah, yeah. They she's hated Tyrion his, his entire life. Yeah, that was, it was such a great emotional argument. There's a lot of speculation on what they actually discussed because it cuts away. It cuts away. First of all, he realizes a lot she's of pregnant. Speculation right. about what just happened there. So because it, he realized she's pregnant, and then it cuts to him telling the group that Cersei has accepted the truce. Well, she comes back too. 
And then she comes back. She tells him that she's like, I remember I did this with no assurances from you guys. Uh, but then it turns out. <laughs> they, Cersei, ah, she's a little bitch. Cersei tells Jamie, uh, nah, I'm fucking with them. We're not That's doing this. That's another fucking great scene. Yes. And uh, Jamie's like, that's bullshit. This is treason. I am a man of my word. No, no, he doesn't say it's treason. He just, he's just saying it's a man of, he's being a man of his word and he's going to march. He's basically is like, I love it. I've watched the scene so many times. Yeah. He's like, if he's like, there's two options here. He's like, if the dead win, they come down here, right. kill us all. Right. If the living win and they realize you betrayed us, they come down here and kill us all. <laughs> but Cersei's like, she's down one dragon. That's interesting. These and dragons she's got may the be golden hurt. company is coming over. She, uh, the oh, all the money, right? No, no, no. The they who? paid. She paid the Iron Bank. Oh, yes. Bravos to bring over a team of twenty thousand mercenaries and elephants. Right. That's called the Golden Company. And that's actually where Euron went. Right. He, that was all, was a, all lie a lie swerve. too. And, and that's when she. That's when Jamie's like, "You f- didn't tell me that." Yeah, Jamie's like, "You're planning this shit without telling me." And her plan is like, "Look, let them fucking fight it out." And we'll just kill whoever we'll survives. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but Jamie's like, no, fuck you. I'm man of my word. I'm going to ride north. And Cersei pretty much gives the signal to the mountain to fucking kill him. Oh, shit. Well, the, the look on Jamie's face when she is like accusing him of treason and he's like completely betrayed. Yes. He's like, what yes. the fuck? Like you've never seen him look You're at her that way. my sister and my yes. lover. Yes. <laughs> he's never looked at her like that. Yeah. He's always been on her side and now it's, this has been broken. Yeah, because this is all the, this is what's happening. That When you find out that there's something like the White Walkers yes. and it's real and like none of this shit matters. All of this stuff is out the window. Like right. it's, because it, that force is so impending it's so it's so great right it should be uh, the only and you goal. should be able to like you'd hope that if we had like a uh, alien attack we could all forget our differences and band together right well it's it's yeah. like it's like if there was a world and like a giant earthquake and we had 20 days to figure it out like it's not about uh muslims and jewish people it's like this is living versus death. Yeah, you, you know we would still fuck that and up. Cersei still doesn't fucking get that. Well, and not yeah. only that, like everything else is the pressure is rising. She's lost a lot of people. She has no more allies. Well, it's also for Jamie his like final chance at redemption. Like he's lived as a man with yeah. honor. Yeah. He wa- he considers himself an honorable man. Yet he had to do something dishonorable in the in the view of everyone in the world by killing his own king. Yeah, but it was honorable for him. So this is his chance to finally get that redemption and do something honorable again and live up to his word. Do you think that Cersei has a uh, basically like if she went were to go along with the plan and and be like a a good person and actually part of the team and help mm-hmm. out? Do you think that she'd be able to get a pass from them when everything was over, or would they still go after her? Do you think? Because I think that um, you know the brother. It, it, Jamie Lannister is people are starting to see him in a different light right. and you know kind of forgive him for whatever he's done and see that he's an honorable person so it's like she could right like redeem herself she but could I don't yeah. think she's going to no I don't think so either Jesus for ja- for uh, to for Jamie to be redeemed like that is huge like it's even bigger for for Cersei to get redeemed I, I in that scene I was literally like grabbing the couch I was like this is it. Jamie's dead. Well, so they're killing Jamie in this episode. I don't understand what happened. He goes, "Are you going to kill me?" She, she, she gestures to the mountain. He pulls out his sword a little bit and stops. 
And then he just goes, I don't believe you. And he and, and he away. walks away. What the fuck happened? She told the mountain to kill him. She almost killed Tyrion earlier, too. She did. That's why there's some, I don't know. That was crazy. And then when Jamie rides off, it's fucking snowing in King's Landing. Yeah. That uh, was nuts. Uh, winter is here. Winter is here. In Winterfell, uh, we already went over the whole little finger uh, twist and getting him out of the picture. Uh, and then Sam shows up in Winterfell, and now everyone is like with other people in groups. Uh, and then at the very end, Bran tells Sam that John's mother is Lyanna Stark and father is Rhaegar Targaryen. But then Sam is like, oh, uh, Gilly found out that uh, Rhaegar's first marriage was secretly annulled and they did get married in a secret ceremony. She was not kidnapped. And and then Bran has this flash. This, so this would mean... That Robert's rebellion and the overthrow of the Targaryens was built entirely on a lie. Right. right. Jon Snow is not a bastard. Is not a bastard. bastard. He's a Targaryen and actually is the only one who has the right to the throne. What's his name? Uh, His name is Aegon Targaryen. (laughs) He is Daenerys' aunt. And while we are learning this, we are also watching the aunt and the nephew fuck each other. <laughs> and we're rooting for and it. Rooting yeah, you're for rooting. It. And yeah, like you guys said a couple of seasons ago, I get this is a show that makes you root for incest. Oh shit. Through uh, you know, many episodes of storytelling the in context of the other incest that has happened. This is like you want them to fuck. You want them to but hook. That's up. the thing. This is what happens is and it's kind of genius is that they don't tell you that Jon Snow is related to da- Daenerys until very late yes. when you've already in your mind, yeah. like put them together yeah. as th- you want them to be together. Yep. So yep. you're rooting for them to be together the whole time. And then all of a sudden they, they put the stipulation and you're like, well, fuck it. Well, yep. I still want to see they, 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 they give it to you. And then, but they, they drop the, the bomb while it's happening. <laughs> yes. So your, your, your reaction is very confusing. Like mine was like, <laughs> I was like, holy shit. These are going to He's fucking her. Yes. Oh my God. That's his aunt. That's his aunt. He's fucking his aunt. So yeah, this is quite a disconnect because you're. But it's it's really it's, it's like, uh, ironic brilliant. that the beginning of the show it's like oh there's incest they're oh, terrible people terrible. Yes. yeah it starts with that right in your face and it turned a lot of like Chris Williams I remember when we started this he posted he goes watch the first episode incest I'm out like right. it, it turned away a lot of people. But the, the, I don't think any well, other show has been this brilliant and look genius. Look at it. To I mean, this. it's not only you got Jon Snow and or Aegon Targaryen, fucking uh, Daenerys Targaryen, but the other character that was incesting in the first episode, Jamie Lannister, yeah. is like one of the most noble characters yes, now by the yes. end of this. And he's you know he's still been in love with his sister this whole time. Yeah, he, he just still kinda, loves his sister. He just kind of I'll allow it, I guess. Uh, okay, it's like oh, I mean, every okay. time she kisses him. <laughs> You should squirm, but they eventually it's just you get desensitized to the incest. I was when he was <laughs> when they when they were like he's Aegon Targaryen in the he's the rightful heir. I was like, oh my fucking god, <laughs> 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 this show is insane. O- That's exactly M- what I thought. G, yeah. fantastically cut Aegon together. Aegon Targaryen. And you know what? I was playing dumb for you the it's other. It's a fucking past hot. It was a hot sex scene too. It's great. It's very sexy. Fucking you sexy want those scene. two. You yes. wanted those two to hook up. They're they're meant for each oh, other. Yes. Except they're not. Except they're not. Oh, I, At, oh. Except except 
the Targaryens do love to keep the bloodline clean, so they actually are kind of meant for each other. But see, in this world, and the same thing with the Lannisters. Targaryens fuck with each other, fuck each other all the time. And the Lannisters are, she's just breeding her own heirs by with, within their own bloodline. Uh, it's So it makes sense in this world that pervert George R. R. Martin has dreamed up. I'm a fucking perv. Uh, that, that, <laughs> that's great. Uh, and then finally, let's not forget. Wait, wait what, what yeah. is the fault? Like Daenerys is not going to be happy. What, what happens when they find out? Like, right. the, it's going to be fucking awkward. Like the look on their faces. Well, no, but, and like she, for Daenerys, yes, yes. she has lived his, her entire life to this point thinking she is the rightful heir. Yes. And that she, it is God given for her. Like that's awkward. This, that's weird. This one goal that she's had since the very first fucking All season. All right. What, completely what if somebody incorrect. dies? What do you mean? What if like Jon Snow conveniently dies? Then she she's a Targaryen. And then she there's would nothing. Get it. Yeah. Well, then she's gonna have his kid. His like uh, his like a uh, incest. She kid. said something Ooh. about she couldn't have a baby or something. Also. Yeah, there might be something with the magic where she can't produce another child but, or something. But shit. if she if he does knock her up and then there's an heir, this is all very awkward. Hey, she's gonna give birth to an actual dragon. They, oh, that would be awesome. Oh shit. She's gonna lay an egg. This is a very very awkward family conversation you have to have here. Because she may want to just fucking kill him now. Like it could completely turn these two oh, against yeah, each this, other. This is this is a bomb that I can't wait that they drop. I, I don't want them to drop it, but I'm like, man, what are the ramifications when they drop it? And, like, that? is Jamie going to join them? Like, is he actually going to go against Cersei? And, and he is going to fight with them, but, like, are they now on one side a- a- I don't know. I think Game of Thrones likes to kill people that you really root for, and I oh, think clearly. one of those two is not going to make it. I don't think it's oh, going to yeah, be we, a happy ending. We're definitely going to have to speculate or, on that. Or both. <laughs> okay, we'll speculate in a little bit. Uh, last thing. The Theon moment is hilarious. Theon kind of breaks down, and John gives him a pep talk. He's like, "You're a great joy, and you're a Stark." I like that. Was a good scene too. It was a good pep talk. So then he goes back to uh, the Ironborn, and he's like, "We're gonna go help him." And the one leader there is like, "Fuck you, we're not. We're leaving." Oh, they wanted to get Yara. Oh, they wanted to get Yara. That's right. He wanted to get Yara, and, and they like, did no, not. Want, yeah, he didn't want anything. He wants to. He well. I like that he wants to rescue his sister because it's his fucking fault that she's in this position. <laughs> uh, but then they're like, fuck that, we're out of here. And the guy proceeds to beat the shit out of Theon really bad. Uh, and it turns only when the leader tries to knee him in the crotch and nothing happens. Oh, shit. <laughs> that is so great. Like, you see Theon smile. He knees, knees him again. The one time it is uh, perfect to be dickless, to have a dickless crotch. And then Theon very quickly turns the table, beats him down. They all follow him. And they're all like, Yara! For Yara! And then they, they're off. So They're uh, off. And then the last thing is the fucking Night King and the dragon. And... Uh, Breaking down that wall. Tor- Tor- at, uh, Tormund and Beric are up there. Night- you don't really know what ha- the... The East Watch. East Watch, yeah. yeah. So they went all the way to the east, to the edge of the wall, broke it down by the water, come around, and now they're going to flow through yep. south. Holy shit. So, yeah, when they were pulling chains initially, the White Walkers had chains. At first I was like, wait, what the fuck is going on? And then I was like, oh, shit, that's right. I forgot that he can turn the dead. Didn't even occur to me that he would. No, I knew that was happening the whole time. I didn't occur to me that he would I pull, spoiled dra- that for myself, pull the dragon unfortunately. out. In, and I was like, this dragon goes down that they, they're they going to the take that dragon. Yes. And he blowtorches the wall. Is that still, is it like a cold flame? Is it a hot flame? No, it's still a, it's flame. a laser it's like flame. A different, 
It's a magic flute. It looked fucking great, dude. Definitely. And I can't believe this this wall that's been up for like 8,000 years fucking comes it's down. down, baby. Here, Time. Here's everyone who died this season. Everyone in House Frey is dead. Nemiria Sand, Obara Sand, and Tiny Sand. The Sand sisters died. Julia Henwick. Remember they got killed in the in the raid. Olena Tyrell, Randall, and Rickon. Dickon, Tarly. Are you Dickon? It's Rickon. <laughs> Thoros of Mir. Benjen Stark maybe died. Unclear. He seemed to sacrifice himself. He's, yeah, I think he's dead. Viserion the dragon. Li- and Littlefinger. Rest in peace. Yeah. I got two comments now yeah. that we're... Yeah. We're at I'm fucking caught end. up. Unbelievable. You're caught up. Congratulations. I can't Deep believe I caught up. Nerd. Okay, comment. Two things. One, the best thing to me about this show is just the random pairings and that when people meet each other yes. for the first time yes. and the dynamic yes. of these characters bouncing off of one another. I think that's one of the best things I love. I always like when they're like new characters get paired and have moments together because it's just always good. Rugboy, I don't know if you've heard any of these. Have you heard the theory on the night on the Night King? Ooh, let's get into theories. What yeah, are the theories? Go. Have you heard it? Yeah, that it's Bran. Oh, well, I've heard Bran that. I've heard is that the one Night too. King. You know, yeah. they have similar noses. Have you noticed that? They look alike. They do look alike. They got the pointy nose, pointy they, chin. There's a lot of there's some evidence. I mean, a lot of people would be real pissed, but they got this. They look alike. So time travel um, is probably involved. Time travel is involved. Um, also, they were talking about like the chains and like how how did he know that the dragons were going to come and that he would need the chains right. to get them. Like, where do these chains come from? <laughs> yeah, I heard you. Yeah, that's a good point. So yeah, the, the, the theory of Bran being the Night King kind of Because then me. the Night King would know everything that's going to happen also. Right. right. But why would he want to destroy everything? And What's where would this have started? Would he time travel back to when the children of the forest created the white? What, what is mm. the point of the White Walkers coming in? Destroying everything. I don't know. Just destruction. They want to kill everyone and and turn them. I guess. I don't know. I mean, it. He looks so much he like. He really him. does. That's a good point. And like for plot wise, like to make it so that now Jon Snow is fighting his brother. Yeah. To to, uh, to oh, get shit. Westeros, save Westeros. Mm. I don't know. I don't know if I like that. I don't know if I, I like it. Yeah. I'm just saying. Mm. I think it happened. Yeah. Or what's who do you guys think is the the prince that was promised? Or well. It's not the princess. Could be the princess. Why isn't it fucking a- Aegon Targaryen? By the way, I'm not calling him Aegon. His name is Jon Snow. I don't like, I can't call <laughs> you don't him. like calling him Aegon? I can't, well, I can't now. After all this time, you just want me he to call him. He doesn't know he's Aegon, so you don't and, and who tells him? And will, when Bran meets Jamie, is that going to be awkward? Well, <laughs> it's not going to be an awkward reunion. Oh, I remember you. You pushed me out of a window, you bastard. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. That'd be <laughs> cool if there's some kind of karmic retribution there. That, will he get to push Jamie out of a window? Will Jamie join uh, the Daenerys group and the dragons? Well, he's coming to Winterfell. Well, he's going to join them and uh, push push north. How quickly will these fucking White Walkers get, I mean, someone, get down south? I, I have to believe, like Rug Voice mentioned, that someone between Jon Snow and Daenerys is going to die. They could kill everyone in the show by the last episode. Like, everyone could just uh, die and winter happens and the White Walkers take over the world. The end. Like, do we Cersei, expect Cersei is the princess? She stays promised. on the tr- throne. Are we? I mean, should we really even expect like a happy ending right, at the very end? Cersei die. She's got it coming. That's for I think, fucking I think, sure. I think she does just because I, I this this past season showed me that. And how they does will she die? Off. Does she die by White Walker? Does she mm. die by the hand of someone? 
what would be I, like if Jamie, Jamie has the, to the kill cra- her? I think it was Jamie. If Jamie killed her, like that'd be the saddest, but most satisfying. But thing. she's turned into the Mad King, like the Mad King. And he's got to take her out. What if it's the mountain that kills her? Oh, why would he turn on her? Why not? Those nuts. So you think it that? But that'd be more like a random act yeah, of violence, yeah. right? I mean, it's it's possible. I need the hound in the mountain to fucking show off, and I need the hound to kill the mountain because he clearly is the underdog. How many Starks be, who, live? Who would be the the best person to kill Cersei? I like Jamie, Jamie killing her. Jamie for sure. Not Tyrion. Oh shit! Uh, but I think Tyrion got his moment when he killed Tywin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was more of a, a a personal thing for him. What about Arya Stark? Arya is going to oh, kill yeah. a lot more she people. She was on the list. She was. Arya. Oh shit! That's right. She was on the list. Is very short now. Also, what if Arya kill? What if okay? What if Hound and the Mountain get down? They're killing. They're fighting each other, and Arya delivers the the killing blow to the Mountain. The Mountain's on her list. The Mountain is on her list. I loved the scenes between Arya and Sansa where Arya she tells Sansa what she's doing. She's like Sansa's like, "What's that list?" She's like, "Oh, those are the people I'm going to kill." And then they both laugh awkwardly, and then they just leave it at that. Like, I don't think Sansa thinks, well, she saw him kill Littlefinger, but she laughed off like two really psychotic lines. It was hilarious. <laughs> Here's the thing now. We're going to have to wait over a year. Yep. For season eight. They are spending, what do we say, $15 million an episode for a right. six episode. It's going to be fucking bananas. That's nuts. So... I don't know if they'll all be like over 60 minutes. There'll probably be some bonus size ones. I do feel like they could have still done this. I almost wish it was in 10 episodes and they kind of let stuff breathe a little bit. Well, you wouldn't have gotten such epic uh, battles. You wouldn't yeah. have gotten such, you know, well done. Like you have to spread it out over episodes. It would cost just... more money. Uh, that's yeah. a good point. It's a good well, point. Well, it costs the same money. Oh, but you but to do it in such a cinematic way that happens all that 80 minute episode. That's, that's a, like a, good a point. movie. Yeah, that, that was man. So much shit happened. Yes, Anthony. Uh, there was another one that came up yeah. that had a lot of people talking. Gendry is Cersei's son. Because Gendry was like, uh, they took me away, but she had golden hair. And Cersei or uh, I think Cersei claims to have had a child Before. that she killed. Yeah. Oh. But it's not. But the theory is is she didn't kill him because she could never kill her own children. Right. She had this child with Robert Baratheon. She got took. She pushed him away because she knew that Jamie would kill him, and she had him hiding in King's Landing because Ooh. she could always keep a wa- keep a watchful eye. Ooh, on. I like that. So Gendry, it ends up being a Gendry versus Jon Snow thing. Oh, snap. And they're, uh, they're bastards becoming... Bastards that aren't real bastards. Bastards that aren't real the bastards. Baratheon versus a... Targaryen. Targaryen. And they're kind of becoming buddies. Like, they just went right. through this battle. They, they're they bonding. Like Gendry is actually the rightful heir. Holy shit. That's pretty crazy. Because Gendry is like... There's a scene where she's like, I, she had golden hair yeah. when they took her away. Yeah. That was, that's all I knew about my mother. These theories... I've had any of... Man... That's it could good, be. That's a good theory. That's a little tiny nugget there. Yeah. Easy to miss. Easy to miss. I, that's I someone. I, Joe from work sent me that one. That would be awesome. They should do all these things. Brand. Oh, there's should also be the one Night that uh, Brand made the Mad King. Oh. He was the one that was going back in time, and poisoning him. And t- no, and telling the Mad King oh. to burn them all, as in the White Walkers. But oh. the Mad King went mad because he had voices telling him to burn them all. Oh shit. Huh. 
Maybe about... Mm, and now, mm, let me ask another question. Yeah. Do you think they could fuck this up? Do you oh, think totally. <laughs> so you think that there could still be a, a like a season that fucks up everything and and ruins the and tarnishes it? Well, I haven't. I didn't watch it, but didn't Lost fuck up everything? Yeah, but we we knew it was off the rails for okay. a while. All right. Like people who were like basically at one point in Lost, you're like, okay, they clearly don't know what the fuck they're doing, and then everybody's like, no, no, we know what we're doing. We know, but then like. As you were, as it progressed, you're like, oh, they definitely don't know what the fuck they're doing. Mm. And then it just, when it got to the end, you're like, see, I told you, <laughs> they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. The beginning was so great. I remember I was watched Lost. The beginning was so great, and then like the middle seasons, uh, I stopped watching because I was like, this is all bullshit. None of this shit is paying off. And then, like you said, Rugs, they were like, no, no, you better come back. Like I came back the last few seasons, but you're right, it was all bullshit, and they didn't know, and they were just making this shit up because as they went. Like, it's like they set up all of these mysteries and then they just abandoned them. And there's no, and the payoffs were always just half-assed explanations or none at all. This is different though. I think the way it can be fucked up is what we kind of saw of season seven, the difference in the pacing and the writing and some of the things being contrived, a little too convenient, a little too straightforward. If I don't think it'll get fucked up, yeah. but... It's hard to stick the landing. It's I mean, especially on something like this like that this. has so much well, expectation. And Battlestar you- Galactica was one of those shows that two seasons were like rock solid. Yeah. Third season started to get a little bit flaky, and then the the finale really pissed a lot of people off. But then in retrospect, I think that it was actually the right move mm, for them. Mm. But um not in everything. But I mean I, I could see that. There's many great things that start out amazing that end poorly. I don't know if this is going to go to that level. Look, the other challenge is this will all, after all waiting a year and a half, it'll be over in six weeks. There's only six episodes. So they like, they can't have any filler. Everything's got to be really tight. It's got to, it's got to get to the point. It's got, it's got to move even faster than this season. If that's possible. Cause there's one less episode. Uh, I mean, you watch three and it's like half of the thing. Like, that's crazy. Just to do six. How are they going to nail this? The great thing about this is that seven seasons in, you're you're with bated breath waiting for the eighth. Yeah. You can't wait for this shit to come out. Yeah. You are are thoroughly thrilled with every season and more than the last for the most part. And I like that they know when to end it, that they're saying there's a definitive end. Now, when you take Walking Dead. Yes, it's the, it's it's the opposite. It's, there was a fatigue and yes. now it's dying out. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like there's nothing new. These and fucking Walking Dead has for. nothing against these walk, these White Walker scenes that they give us. Holy shit, I'm like, oh, I see what Walking Dead's trying to do and failing is this. What, one more Cersei thing. Yeah. She also mentioned that the child she supposedly, that supposedly died was a black-haired beauty. Oh! Gendry. Dude, that could be Gendry. Whoa. There's also the, uh, I'm looking at the theories. I'll put this on in the link in here. But, uh, Azora Zai being either the princess promise, either being Daenerys, Jon Snow, or Jamie Lannister. What? Jamie? She, they mentioned Lightbringer being, and most people think that's sword or dragon's breath. Yeah. But what, that, what if that was the Lightbringer was the golden hand of Jamie Lannister and he uses that to kill uh, Cersei? Oh. Because 
it reveals the Azor's eye tried many times to forge the original Lightbringer, including plunging the sword into the heart of a lion. But it wasn't until he murdered his wife with the weapon that he became the Lightbringer. So if Jamie is going to kill Cersei, oh shit, he would be fulfilling that prophecy and turning his hands into a weapon. Whoa, that's crazy, man! People really fucking thought a lot about this, huh? Yeah, there's a lot of shit out there, and we have another year to think about this. I know, fucking crazy. So we'll, right? you know, we'll uh, we'll discuss theories and and news as they hatch. But here's the thing: you won't have to wait a year to see some of your favorite Game of Thrones actors because I did not know this. Gwendolyn Christie, who plays Brienne Tarth, is uh, she's Captain Phasma. Oh, yeah, shit. I knew that. I didn't know that. Well, I didn't yeah. know she Brianna Tarth, Tarth before, so yeah. But so we will see her uh, very soon in the Last Jedi. When is uh, Jamie going to hook up with Brianna Tarth? Yeah, that was uh, they te- they they uh, they were naked. They've been, in te- a, they've, been a, they've been making eyes at yeah. each other. <laughs> they bathed together. Yeah, remember? But there was always that tension. I love when he he is making eyes at her, and Cersei notices yes. in the meeting and just immediately sh- shoots her like yes. laser it's eyes. Like, what's this? It's like what the fuck? He's are like you oh, doing? whoa. Oh, uh, and then not gonna look anymore. <laughs> and then before we see uh, Sophie Turner as Sansa Stark in uh, 2019, we will see Sophie Turner as Jean Grey in 2018 in X Men Dark Phoenix. Mm. And Entertainment Weekly just recently had pictures of uh, and some uh, plot details from the movie. Uh, I will put this link in the show notes. Uh, this. It's a pretty cool image. Like she's full, I guess, full Phoenix here. Her skin is cracking. There's fire coming out of it. Her hair is obviously going to have to be all CGI because it's all fire. Wow, this is a horrible Photoshop job. Yeah, it's pretty. It's very Photoshopped. <laughs> I like the interview. I was like, this is pretty cool. I like and it. Then, I mean, and I then like the- goes, this is horrible. He's like, yeah, that's horrible. The cover shot is well, uh, more it, like, Photoshopped. Proof of concept wise, yeah. I, I like what they're yeah, going to do. That's what I see this as. But the actual execution of the image is dog shit. And I guess uh, J-Law is back. I saw that. It's fucking Mystique, and she's got long hair. There's a funeral scene. Uh, There appears to be a space scene where she becomes the Dark Phoenix. There's a funeral, and they said there's going to be a giant plot twist in this that'll change the future of the X-Men. Jessica Chastain may be playing Lalandra or maybe playing uh, a Skrull. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so this this movie's coming out late next year. Uh, and that's where in the interview she confirmed that like oh yeah Game of Thrones we're still in production it's not gonna be out till 2019 or whatever. So uh, I I mean I don't know this also this is Simon Kinberg's first movie he's directed. So that's we shall we shall see we shall see. Uh, but I like I mean I like the I hope I like that they're giving the Dark Phoenix like a whole movie. Hopefully they can do it justice after fucking it up with uh, X Men Last Stand. I like Sophie Turner a lot more now, even though I, her performance in the Age of Apocalypse was a little sleepy, but I didn't, like, I get I her did, I more. I thought she sucked. Yeah, I, I get. But I like her yeah. in Game of Thrones. So, I, like, I appreciate her now more, so it'd be interesting to watch that again after watching Game of Thrones. I think she's freaking hot. I, guess, I, guess, I mean, <laughs> I got a thing for the redheads, man. But everyone's back in this movie, I guess. Evan Peters as Quicksilver, Nicholas Holt as Beast, J-Law as Mystique, James McAvoy. Uh, is Xavier and Michael Fassbender's in this? Olivia Munn, Psylocke is in this, uh, and you got Cyclops and Storm and Nightcrawler. We'll mm. see. It's one of the eight uh, superhero movies we will be getting next year. Cool. Uh, right on. All right, I'm in. I'm caught up with fucking Game of Thrones. Uh, I got an email 
from uh, Jimmy the Geek, and we'll wrap it up. Jimmy writes, hey, guys, just some tidbits this week. Would love to know your thoughts on the premiere of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I really appreciate the creativity of the past two seasons. They are trying to do something new and different to keep the show fresh. Unfortunately, the show will likely be canceled after the season, but yep. they are going out on top, in my opinion. And, Jimmy, as you heard, we did this just for you. Well, for everyone, but for you specifically. Uh, and then he says, Infinity War trailer, enough said. Yeah, that's pretty much Geek Boner. all you guys got to say there. Uh, you guys still watching Gotham? Uh, I'm not really watching it. I think I I I, I uh, kind of like took a quick tour through some episodes, just like uh, fast forwarded through some parts. I saw like the Solomon Grundy like octagon fighting, dude. Okay, the, I've been watching, and like my f- favorite scene is Solomon Grundy in the the cage fight match, ripping off somebody's arm and beating them to death. Yeah, and that's oh, what geez. I saw. I saw that. I was like, oh my god, what is this show? Jesus Christ. Uh, it's still absurdly, cartoonly uh, absurd and entertaining. Jock item, Anthony, jock item. Yeah. Have to give you guys a little shit because my San Francisco 49ers, who had just won one win prior to Sunday's game, took out your Chicago Bears. Here's the funny part the 49ers scored all 15 of their points on field goals from Robbie Gould. This means something to Anthony. I'll let him explain who that is. That is karma for you. And I actually know who Robbie Gould is, Anthony. Yeah, yeah, that sucks, man. <laughs> I mean, the Bears are just what it be, for the listeners that give a shit or don't care and need to, this to be explained. Uh, Robbie Gold was a former Chicago Bears kicker, yeah, who he let go. Um, now the Bears are struggling at kicker, and this guy basically beat the Bears all by himself. But how shitty Whoa. are the Forty ers that, that all their points came from a fucking kicker? How shitty are the Bears? They lost to a guy that came for all their points <laughs> that, from a kicker. That's a good point. <laughs> they lost 15 to 14 to a kicker. Dude, uh, what is the... Five field goals. What is the feeling amongst Bears fans after the years of the Jay Cutler bullshit, and now this this team is just shit now this year, right? We have a young quarterback. We're, we're, we're excited. What's his name? That. Who's the guy? Tr- Mitch Trubisky. Tr- oh, okay, Trubisky is the future. There's hope. There's hope, but we need to get rid of our coaching staff and get a lot of new players. What's their record right now? Do you know? Uh, like three wins and nine losses <laughs> oh, or some shit. some shit. I don't even know. I've honestly stopped caring this season. And I'm also, and just because my wife is from Wisconsin and the in-laws are a big Packers fan, I've been following this whole, like, Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone and now the fucking Packers suck, too. All the Packers yeah. fans are upset. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's hilarious because you go to Wisconsin, it's like a fucking cult up there. Like, I know the team, Green Bay owns the team, like the city that's not one owner. And I yeah. get it that you like the Packers, but it's like a fucking cult. Like, they have nothing else to root for. Everyone's fucking wearing Packers shit all the time. They don't. And my wife's like, hey, you want to wear Packers shit like everyone else? I'm like, no, nah, fuck that. I don't want to be like everybody else. It's just really weird. Like, it's just Packers. All Packers all the time. Yeah, it's, it's a unique situation. Very weird. Uh, I mean, it's a town. small. It's the smallest town by far that has a pro team. Right, right. So yeah, they really. I'm just used to growing up in a city that's got like a dozen fucking pro sports teams. So I'm like, I, I didn't get it. Uh, next, yeah. next tidbit, random idea. Would love to hear you guys give us your top Christmas movies of all time. I know it's not Whoa. superhero comic stuff, but hey. It's the holiday season. Why not? We may save I got this. A couple of okay, those. look, we may save this for a segment next episode. No, okay. Die Hard. It's the, Die Hard is a great Christmas movie. <laughs> Off the top, I fucking I watch Home Alone every Christmas. I love Home no, Alone. I want to say Gremlins. Gremlins is a great Batman Christmas Return. movie. Home Alone, Home Alone Two, fucking classic. Yeah, man. I love the first one. That's a great. The second one's great too. The second one's all right. 
I like it, man. It's got York. Uh, it's uh, it's let's do the same thing again. It's like Die Hard too. Oh, it's the same exact <laughs> shit. It's, same just, it's just funny. Yeah. <laughs> Once they, when they jumped the shark, when Scarlett Johansson got on there. Wait, in, he's in Home Alone three. It, but it's and it's not Macaulay Culkin either. No, it's, it's some not. other fucking. And then Macaulay Culkin grew up and got weird. So. And he started hanging out with Michael Jackson. Yes. Weird. Then he was, uh, no, he was still a little kid then. Maybe that's why he no, got that's weird. that's what fucked up. Fucked him up. <laughs> Maybe that's why I got weird. Uh, finally, he says, looking forward to the Punisher review. Is the movie a potential what the fuck happened? And I hope you guys do your New Year's episode where you recap everything you saw. Love those episodes last year. Take care, guys. Jimmy the Geek, thanks for writing in. And we'll definitely, we're going to do, uh, uh, rank the superhero movies of 2017. It's a lot of fun. To do, and uh, we had six this year. Next year, we'll have eight. So we'll keep doing these yearly episodes. It's a great tradition. A tradition unlike any other. Unlike any other tradition. Oh, and finally, a the, lot of work. the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom trailer was supposed to debut uh, at uh, Monday Thursday Night Football. Anybody interested in seeing it right now? Should we look at it? Is it up? Hold on. Let's check. Oh, yeah, it's out. Really? Yeah. Should we watch it? Let's watch it. All right. And we'll give you our thoughts. Time jump. Talking nerd. All right. This is fun. Instant reaction, listener. We just watched the first trailer for uh, the Jurassic World sequel called Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Just uh, debuted on Thursday Night Football. And uh, wow. Huh. Interesting. Lots of dinos. Lots more dinos. Fucking Jeff Goldblum's in this. Oh, shit. Yeah. When is the last time he's been in a fucking Jurassic World picture? Lost World. Lost World. Second wow. One. So, wow. What's going on here? The fucking the the park is the island is blowing up. Um, really, really dumb concept to get them back on the island. They have to go back because there's a volcano that's gonna go off. They have to go back because there's a volcano and they 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 want to save the, All dinosaurs, the dinosaurs, specifically the one that Chris Pratt made a Blue. connection with in the first one. Yeah. Yeah, that's real dumb. <laughs> because we were all like what kind of a reason are you gonna fucking make up for them to get back on this thing for the sequel uh i I honestly don't even like okay now they're gonna like what where does it go from there already in the second one it looks it looks like it's all been done before second one what did they do they had the dinosaurs come to uh land we gotta go back regular they brought they brought a t-rex back yeah so they They did this already yeah there's a lot weird. more dinosaurs than the first movie, and 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 you see our old buddy T Rex show up for the save, and more of the fucking ball. Uh, I just thing. don't see what what's the villain. Uh, I don't know the, the volcano. Is it is it the volcano? Is it Jeff Goldblum? Maybe he's bad this time. I don't get it. They and then yeah, they're running and they fall in the water and mm, okay. Eh, I, mean, I don't know. I don't I don't see a movie there. No, I don't. I was thinking the same <laughs> thing. I was like, this is just stuff happening. Uh, di- just stuff with Chris Pratt with and Chris Pratt and dinosaurs. Well, the the point yeah. of the movie is that these things are going to get out into the world, and then what happens? They, well, he's like you if the volcano. Yeah, he's like blows you blows up. Everything. Well, you, you see the T Rex in the truck. Yeah. So there are definitely June twenty second. I guess it's the debate of if you should save them. Maybe. Mm. It's seems pretty flimsy. I don't know it's enough about, about flimsy this. as the first movie. That's for sure. So the first movie made a ton of money. And you know what? This is gonna make a fucking shitload of money. It well, really doesn't matter. The first movie was about they had they actually were successful in making it an amusement park up until something bad happened. Yeah, but right. then the amusement park bit him in the ass. But that's also the first movie. That's also the first movie. <laughs> that's every fucking Jurassic Park movie. No, and the other and, and the third one, 
that was it was basically that they that they were just they just left them left them alone the and they had to go yeah. back to go do something. Which is the one where yeah. they had to go find the kid because he got lost. The third one. That's the third one. I yeah. kind of like that one. I honestly I forget what the second one was even about. Second. One- that's not the one that you watch. I yeah. watched the third one more than the second one. Yeah, me too. Because of the Spinosaurus. The second one is uh, they have to go to they go to there's like a twin island that has the dinosaurs on them. Which is the one with the scene with the RV that's falling with Laura? Second one. See, that's the second one. Okay. The third one is more fun. Third one is fun. Uh, It it it's it ends like really stupidly. Yeah. But it is more fun. Yeah. I think this is gonna be another mindless blockbuster that makes a lot of money for them. And just uh, just get, get your your dinosaur fetish off. Well, the whole thing about these movies is that you get to see dinosaurs, and they're and you're they're done like you know with everything in the kitchen sink thrown in. Like you have you have uh, animatronics, you have practical effects, and you have the top of the line CG. You're getting to see these dinosaurs. Uh, I mean, these versions of dinosaurs because evidently the new dinosaurs, the real actual dinosaurs, have feathers on them. Oh, that's what they oh are they going to do that? Unless you think. No, I think that this version, their dinosaurs are spliced with other things. Like they had to recreate them and splice them with a frog or something. Right, and that's so they, yeah. they're not they're not pure dinosaurs. They're they're as close as we can get. And he ru- he runs into one of the uh, the dinos that was. Yeah, his pet. I, I thought they were going to do a thing in this where like they were doing mutated dinosaurs, but. I don't know where they're going with this. There was that horn thing, but I don't think that was an Indominus Rex. No. I think that was something. That was like a smaller dinosaur. There's Velociraptors. Yeah. It's J.A. Bayona is directing this. I don't know him. It's not Colin Trevorrow. And Colin's damn sure not directing a Star Wars movie either. No. No, he's not. <laughs> he lost that shit. All right. That was fun. Bonus exclusive list there at the end of the show. Fucking check out the Jurassic World trailer. I will put it in the show notes. Jockernerd.com slash 198. Uh, Rugs, where can the people find you? At Really Rugboy on Twitter. Come find me. Give him a follow. Subscribe. Leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. It helps us. And of course, spread the geekery. Tell a friend. Let's grow Jock and Nerd Nation. Jock and Nerd. Thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. I'm the nerd. Yes. And we'll hear you next time. Boy, am I tired. I'm Johnson. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, tired. Nice to meet you. Get your hand off my penis! Well, that'll get you tired all the time. Grabbing the penis, that's why you're tired.